All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 399. We're hoping that this is going to be a proper 399. So, I feel like we did this already. Yeah, I know. I know. Deja vu. Um, here's what happened. Uh, last week we did 399, and I actually I crammed a ton of work into last week to accommodate everything. So it was really an extra kick in the dick. But last week we did 399, and when we finished it, um, I went to export it. And after I export it, before I delete it from GarageBand, I always listen to it to make sure the export went through clean. Yes. And when I press playback, it was like literally for two and a half hours so um here's the thing about that uh for one i knew something was wrong you i kept knew checking it. i kept checking but it, it look, but it looks fine on screen yeah so it it looked like it was recording and when i pressed stop it still saved it like it wasn't like sometimes if it looks fucked up if i press stop it'll all just disappear mm-hmm. um but what I could tell was off was that the wave file, as it was populating the space, as any of us were talking, didn't match the rhythm of the words being said. Mm. Like, and and I and I have an eye for that shit now. Yeah, and uh, I should have just stopped, press playback, and and I didn't. And uh, lessons learned. Um, I also want to try out a few things because I can record directly on here, and I want to at some point when I have free time. Uh, try to see if I can like record a contingency. Like backup, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Double record. That'd be cool. Um <clears throat> but anyway, uh it was a really good episode. Uh it, it was. It, all, all kidding aside, it, it was, was fucking good. And it was uh, it wasn't especially funny, but it was like uh there was a lot of like good conversation that came from it. Um but un- unfortunately we lost it. So now we are back uh, a week later recording episode three ninety nine again. And um I was going to, uh, and we talk about this a bit on 400 cause we've already recorded 400 at this point. Uh, so we talk about it a bit on 400. So forgive me. I haven't listened back to 400. I'm actually 10 minutes in because, uh, I'm going to make sure it doesn't need any edits before it goes out. Cause oh. everybody was pretty lit and, um, and it was like three hours long and some change, I think. So just want to make sure that I can protect the guilty or innocent allegedly, you know? Um, so, proven guilty, so... Correct, correct. There is one thing... I, so, Chris, unfortunately, is on assignment. Uh, we do have Joe here. Yo, uh, And, of course, we have Dante here as well, filling in. And this is the first time that Dante's been here in some time as just a guest, as like a... You know, as opposed to, like, a, an event, like, 400. Oh, like, probably back in November. Yeah, it's been a while. So, the, well, I was going to open with this conversation of Instagram demonetizing... Uh, everybody, I think, if not everybody, Gen Pop for sure. Most people, you, which is what matters. Yes, <laughs> and, and you, and, both, and of Dante, you both of you, yeah. which is what matters. <laughs> and Dante's following has far more than mine, to be fair. Mm. Um, flex on him, Dante. Yeah, do it. Flex. Um, we also have new pads. I'm gonna try not to push them, uh, so that 400 can oh, still yeah. be exciting. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's right. But, but um, so. Dante's the one that got me monetizing my Instagram. So uh, tell me how you how that happened for you. So Instagram Instagram has several ways for monetization. Mm-hmm. Uh, subscriptions, reels, uh, bonuses through the reels. Uh, there's some other bullshit. Like if you go live, you, uh-huh. you get some kind of kickback off that as well. 
the bonuses off the reels was kind of the big one for everyone, but it was an invite only thing. Correct. Like subscriptions, you just have to be at 10,000, I believe. And you can set that up. I, I don't know. It's weird to me that, but bonuses was the big one because you get the, if you get the call up, they're going to like, Hey, you qualify for bonuses. All you got to do is post reels. Uh-huh. It's that simple. Right. For me, it was like, oh, well, I've been doing that anyway, and I post a lot. Like, I post between, what, four or five accounts? Like, <laughs> like BJJ Wiki, I post nine times a day. Yeah. And that was the big one where I was getting paid. Do you get do you get monetized individually per channel, or, or for yes. you? Okay. Per okay. channel. Okay. And BJJ Wiki was uh, the main one, and then Off The Mats got it as well. But Off The Mats was different because they told me for that one, $20 per post or per reel, but I only could use, I only could get up to $100 max. Okay. So $5 per month? So, so. 25 reels per month gets monetized? Is it, what, is it so monthly? On, for that one, yeah. Uh, it, like, so as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit that 100 yeah. by the end of the week. Right. But everyone just <clears throat> about had it. And then suddenly. This whole TikTok Congress thing comes about. So let me interject. I was at your house. Why? Yeah, I was. I was wondering. You were at, oh, oh for, for the pod. For yeah, the pod. For uh, for, episode. Yeah, because I was invited, Joseph. Because I was invited <laughs> is the key to that. Well, he, he's been. In, he's he's been invited. Yeah. No. 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 He was going at me saying that I was, I was going at somebody. At you. At, no. No. I'm in, fun, in, 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 in fun. But that, 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 that I was at somebody's house. Why would I be at somebody's house? How often um, do you hear him at somebody else's house? It's rare. You should feel special, Doctor. Because I'm rarely invited to anybody's house. Well, because we come here and it's like the, this, like spot so it's like their yeah. home base oh, which is fine like, which is come, fine come i'm happy to, to do it record it's like yeah come record on my my you know startup equipment whereas we come here it's like oh shit it's like a fucking professional booth in this motherfucker yeah with the Body extension booth. cord laying all over the fucking carpet and shit. At, at least your extension cord extends mine like <laughs> there's a trip hazard it's like oh hey, no, no 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 don't walk right there um eventually i want to get set up in there Really? Yeah, but I I, I want to figure out a way for it to be uh, not like completely an eyesore. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like it's going to be somewhat of an eyesore, but I want to find out a way for it to completely not be an eyesore, so that we could like lounge on the couch and shit and like like we used to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So anyway, um, off that. So I was over at your house and you were telling me about it, and I had been invited to it, but in my my dinosaur brain. I was like, scammer, scammer alert, scammer alert. You you won't get me Instagram with your silly give you money tricks. And that's the thing they ask for your your bank info, your social security number. Yeah. I mean, it was it was a ton of shit. And I'm like, nope, nope, I'm out. I'm like, I'm I know better. I've I've done cybersecurity awareness training. Um, so I eventually I signed up for it and I started posting reels and the money started coming in. And basically, for for me, I can tell you that like every reel I posted was generating about ten dollars. Mm -hmm. And then I crossed the th hundred dollar threshold, and then every reel I posted generated about twenty cents. Mm. So none of it has any real value in my mind. It's all it's hundred dollars, right? Hundred dollars a month, right? For 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 my level. Whereas I think his level was a little bit higher, somebody else's level probably a little bit higher. It's it's probably a formula to how many followers you have, your regular amount of engagement, and how much you're posting. Mm. So um so for months I made a hundred dollars a month. Mm. Just I mean in some chain maybe hundred one, hundred two, something like that. But I, I made about a hundred dollars a month off Instagram. Um, and then I posted a picture of my kids' rooms 
with Selena's LED lights coming out of her room red and Leia's LED lights coming out of her room blue. And I said, and they were both standing at the threshold. And I said, my kids are the bloods and crips <laughs> and they demonetized me for violence. Mm-hmm. And my monetization was supposed to be eligible again, April 16th. April 16th came, everybody's demonetized. Nice. Um, which is fine. I mean, it, I, I lost probably $400. Damn. Um, but, uh, money. yeah, I mean, it is money, but it's, it's uh, you know, it's bloody funny money, if you know what I mean. <laughs> um, but now, so go ahead with yours, Dante, because you were making a lot more than me. I, I mean, flat. <laughs> That was getting roughly two seventy to three hundred. So, right. I mean, I, I know of people that are getting like eight hundred to a thousand. Right, right, right. Which it, I don't know how all the shit with Instagram works as far as you know uh, engagement and all that shit. I just post and I go, mm-hmm. post and ghost. Um, I know people that have five hundred followers and they have a massive like just following as far as engagement goes. Right. And they they were pulling in big money off that. How? I don't know. I don't care. Right. But yeah, same thing would happen with me as far as getting demonetized. Mm-hmm. They'll, de- they'll demonetize me off some bullshit. Whether I I fucking run a jiu-jitsu account. There's going to be violence. There's go, going okay. to be fight. And, and go ahead and plug it too, by the way. No, yeah, you know, BGJ Wiki. You know, if y'all, if y'all into that kind of shit, go check it on Instagram. Mm-hmm. BGJ.Wiki. Also, my podcast, Off The Mass Podcast. You know, go check it out. We don't really talk about martial arts. We just talk shit. So, there you go. Well, it's off the mats. It's not on the mats. <laughs> exactly. I get motherfuckers talking about it. I'd love to be a guest on your show and they want to talk about jiu-jitsu. It's like, I don't want to talk about jiu-jitsu. <laughs> talk about comic books, man. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so they'll demonetize me and then, yeah, I'll get a date where like, okay, you're eligible back on this date, kicks back in. So same thing happened to me, uh, late March. Okay. Well, you'll be eligible, you know, on said date in April. All right. I'm cool. I'm ready. And then that date came up, nothing. Yeah. And then I'm like, you know, Sarah and I were talking about it and she, you know, just sitting there on the couch, Google was like, yeah, it looks like nobody's monetized. Like, yeah. Oh, well, I don't feel that bad. And it's all like uh, they were, so they were paying motherfuckers. They really wanted motherfuckers to make reels so that you could, so that they could compete with um, TikTok. But now with all of the kind of legislation going through regarding TikTok, um, and I hate TikTok, but I hate fucking the government telling me what fucking apps I can have even more. Yeah. Um. But. Uh, I don't hate TikTok. I mean, a lot of reels end up being reposted on TikToks anyway. That's true. That's yeah, true. That's, that's I, how so, I use my TikTok. Yeah. I just take the shit from Instagram and do it there because I really, I, I actually, I don't even think it's fair to say that I hate TikTok. I hate people sharing TikToks with me. Is probably a better way to say it because I rarely find them funny or mm. of any value. Like uh, I think people often find them funny, and then I click on them and I'm like. <laughs> I give him a little. <laughs> um, well, that's, a, that's a personal subjective issue then. 100%. Yeah, yeah. 100%. But uh, so anyway, like, uh, you know, but I hate the government telling me what apps I can have yeah. far more than I have any feelings about TikTok. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it had definitely affected my finances in regards to what Instagram was willing to do. And the funny thing about all of it is how much, you know, and this is this is where Bobby gets into his crazy head, right? But just how much we are constantly making money for people, man. Mm-hmm. You know, like we are, like we are constantly making money for these fucking people and getting, and re- very rarely ever get a crumb back 
Um, and you know, and then when, when we do, it's like, everybody's so happy about it. And it's like, man, you have no idea the value of what you're doing versus what you're getting for it. You know? I, yeah. It drives me nuts. I, yeah, I, I see that. But uh, it's also, um, as not that I ever am pro corporate or anything mm-hmm. like that, but I, a lot of times for me, it's just like that, that venue is only there because they're there. Right, people are like start your own social media and pay, you know, have better payment for people. People have tried and never fucking succeeds. So that's also part of the audience's slash creator's fault, right? I mean, it, it has it has succeeded for some, you know. Like you take, uh, I mean, I'm using an an insane example, of course, um, not like you know BJJ Wiki or Bobby Skullface, but um, take a homeboy that got uh was jerking off in front of a. Uh, people um Wee herman no no more recent uh louis ck louis ck you know and they everybody canceled him and he was like cool opened up his own shit his own site everything you had to pay a subscription to get in on it and fucking bankrolled it right so i mean people have to be willing to do that though right in order to complain about uh google or youtube or you know insta or whatever it is like right they're you know like if you using social media and you happen to get paid, that's cool. If you use social media specifically to get paid as a content creator, you know, that's cool too. But they're two different things, right? Agreed. Because most people use social media as entertainment. Agreed. And if you get paid for it, I mean, you get free money. Agreed. I just wonder if like, you know, and obviously nobody reads the terms and conditions, yeah. right? Because you got a fucking life to live and shit. But like, um, I just wonder, man, if like, and myself included, right? If somebody were to sit me down and be like, hey, Every time you post on this platform, you are generating X amount of dollars for these people. How I would feel about it, Mm-mm. you know. And it's all fucking nebulous anyway. Like what? How? Like how it translates to money is, it's money is like a fucking numbers game, right? It's like mm-hmm. how many views equal how much money. Well, how? How? I know it's fucking stupid. Congress is like, how? How does this make money, <laughs> right, like, right, right. bro? It's AdSense, right? Right. We, we, like we know where money comes from, but. Going from you hitting posts to the people seeing it, to the ad people seeing it, to them generating money, therefore giving you money. That's wild. Yeah, and it is only part of it. Yeah, and like you know, how, I, how you even calculate that is fucking crazy to me. I complain about this shit with Podbean all the time, right? Mm-hmm. So like, I, we use Podbean for Nerve Rage Radio. It costs us $120 a year to maintain our Podbean account, right? Which gives us unlimited data. So we can post as much as we want and the bandwidth can go as far as it wants. Yeah, which is a lot. There's and, something and, wild. And, and, it, and, it, and it's a it's a gift and a curse because on one hand, uh, the fact that we had to go to unlimited bandwidth says something about our audience, right? Because it's getting listened to so much where we exceeded the bandwidth. Yeah. So that's a good thing. That's a net positive, right? Net positive, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but like, all right, so now, but now I'm paying $120 approximately a year and they have ads on, uh, on some of their, uh, podcasts, mm-hmm. right? Um, let's say that they had it on ours. We've had ads in the past, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't really even partake in it too much anymore because yeah. for two reasons, for one, it doesn't really generate that much money for us. And two, it interrupts the the listening experience, yes. and to me, the the money that it generates is not worth breaking up the listening experience for for me to my audience, right? Yeah. But like, <clears throat> I say that to say this: 
is let's say that it was, right? Let's say that every episode was generating, it probably wouldn't take much for me, 25 bucks. If every episode generated 25 bucks for me from AdSense, I'd probably go in on it. It's worth breaking up the the listener experience. Yes. Um, so, and you could get it for $1 on Patreon. If you wanted, <laughs> you know. But like, um, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but like, um, so... So if I was getting 25 bucks, that's only a portion of the money that 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 the pod is actually valued at. Yes. Because there's value even if if pod being if if 200 people are listening to Nerd Rage every week on Podbean, right? That's two hours a week, four weeks on average a month. That's six or uh, four, eight hours a, a, a month, eight times 12, whatever the fuck that number is a year, right? Whenever... Whenever Podbean goes to the negotiation table with whatever media outlet they're trying to partner with, whether it could be a headphone company, it could be B&H fucking podcast equipment company, it could be Apple Music, it could be Spotify, whatever, they are using that data of how many people they keep on their platform as leverage at the negotiating table, and my podcast is part of that leverage. Mm. So that has value also. I mean, I, I, I guess the way I see it, I think a lot of people, content creators, see themselves as as entrepreneurs and like their own business, which is part only partially true to me because mm-hmm. you're using other people's shit. Yeah. You're not making something and fucking selling it yourself right. or whatever. It's, it's content. You're creating it, but you you are, whether you like it or not, you're working for somebody. Mm-hmm. Like I treat like part of different because I, I don't consider myself a content creator. I get some Twitch money, but like I don't care. Right. But I see it as, I don't look at it any different than me fucking working my nine to five. I get a portion. I mean, I get a lot of money. Right. Like, don't get me wrong. My my paycheck is a lot of money. (laughs) But that is, like you said, only a portion of what they're fucking making. Right, 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 right. right. So I don't fucking get mad about that. Right. And and also, like, just any any everyday item. Like, my phone. Chris about to buy a new phone for a thousand fucking dollars, Mm -hmm. right? How much does that actually cost? Who's making all the money? 100%. Where is that fucking little kid in the mines digging some fucking mercury or whatever the fuck they right, up? Right, 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 right. You know? But I think with the what 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 this the difference is that's a better example, I guess, but what the difference is for for like your nine to five, right? Or my nine to five, is that I don't pay my job for me to show up. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, unless you're a barber. You you pay for that chair. Oh yeah, 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 maybe or tattoo artist. Perhaps. Yeah, but that's how I treat these services as like you're renting their space and then you yeah. get money. But it's like, but like I'm not even not like again. I'm not trying to fight for them. I'm I'm just trying to make make sure people do see it. No, it, see it, that it has it, it has value. What, what the service they provide yes. has value, but the the value is not fair. Okay, yeah, I think I think I I can't I can't say whether it's fair or not because I don't know the other side of the numbers and I'm not quite sure what fair is when it comes to value because like it is worth whatever people are willing to pay for or what uh, okay objectively numbers wise yeah because I, I i never know that yeah I, I feel like i get overpaid in my job yeah no me too and i feel like me mcdonald's too. worker gets underpaid at me their too. job me too so like it's hard to say what fair and value no but is. i mean objective just in terms of numbers if you were to like look at the breakdown of numbers and be like this is the value of this and this is what, what you what receive. percentage would you say is fair was it say 50 percent? i don't give me one percent oh, oh you, you don't think you even get one percent i don't get nothing not anything well, now. Yeah, for Instagram specifically. No, well, but Instagram. Like, or, no, I was talking more shit about the Podbean shit. But Podbean shit is what yeah. I'm is what I'm kind of hanging my hat yeah, on. Yeah. It's like because they're they're like the it's yeah, the, specifically they're fucking you. Yes, yes. Um, so sorry, yeah. I didn't mean it. No, 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 no. That was good. Uh, so yeah. So anyway, uh, Dante and I are out of uh, Instagram business of jobs. 
<laughs> um, we we both read the Forty Eight Laws of Power, and you're supposed to have seven uh, <laughs> value. Uh, what is it? Avenues of income. So we're we're all back down to six or five or wherever we I have were. No idea what that is. I th- I thought it's like the secret. It's just like you you believe it will come and it'll come. <laughs> yeah. No. There's like there's like some like they they say like to to gain financial success you need seven steady. Uh, what you call avenues of income. I don't even have one steady one. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I guess <laughs> they say that shit. I'm like, oh, I, I don't have I a single full time job. Bro. So I have three, I have three steady ones. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, but I, then I have other ones that are like hit or miss. It's like, you know, it depends. Um, does my wife count? <laughs> She's oh, that's an interesting. I can, my wife bought mine up to four. <laughs> right. Yeah. Wait till I start charging Jane a rent. <laughs> It's so I say she's working. Yeah, she is working. Um, her and my wife are beefing right now. Oh, yeah, beefing. You got two grown women now, dude. Yeah, I'll tell you what. That is the curse of having girls, man. All girls is that like they they it's the mothers, the mothers, and like, dude, the shit that my wife says to Jana sometimes. I'm like, man, like, come on, like, take your fucking foot off her throat for just a minute, you know, like. You know, it, it's actually it's funny, and I just mentioned this on wine and cheese, but like, um, I saw this fucking uh, comedian, right? And she she did this whole bit where she was like, "Men, women, I got news for you. Uh, we're different. Um, just ask, just sit in your house with around your mother and watch. It's different." As the, your mother comes up to the son and says, "Is there anything I can get you? Is there anything? You look hungry. You haven't. You had. You don't eat enough. You <sighs> you are starving. Let me just. Oh yeah. Now, no, but before I go and get you a plate, I'm gonna need a little kiss." Oh, a couple more, and then crosses the daughter on the way to the kitchen. You're getting fat, and just walks past her. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, there's some truth to that shit. But like, like it's it's like it's uh, their beef because uh, Jane was supposed to get up for school at six thirty. Laura woke her up. She slept. She fell back asleep till like seven twenty. She's got to be out the door at seven thirty. Then she got up and like kind of lollygagged around, and then came up to Laura like, "Hey, can you just drive me to school?" And then Laura did drive her to school. See, I'd have made her ass walk. Yes, I mean it's walkable. And, yeah, it, not easily walkable, but it's it's she walks to school. Okay, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like she walks oh, to school. That's, that's why she has it. Okay, you know. But like now she's not going to make it in time. Yep. But if I was Laura, I'd have been like, no. Like, and if if she was like busting her ass, like fuck, I'm sorry. It was like a busy beep. <laughs> then I would have taken her to school. Yeah. But just dragging her feet and all that kind of shit. Then if she would have been like, no. But that, I'm going to be would, late. Yeah. Oh, well, that sucks. That's on you, bro. Yeah, that Ooh. sucks for you. That sucks for you. Wait till you're in high school where it's like you're going to have to probably get you Uber. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be Pay worse. for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Like, got a job. And like, um, I don't know. So like, and then my wife was in a bad mood and then, you I know. I was in a bad mood at that Dude. Point. And then I was like, man, like, I, she's, she was like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, nothing. I was like, there's just a vibe. There's a weird vibe in here and I'm just trying to stay out the way. Yes. You know, but sometimes staying out of the way is the wrong answer. Yeah, also. Well, it was last night. So she says, then she got, I know the then, feels. Then I don't got, have kids, but I know the feels about vibes about the other person. Then she got mad at me and she was like, well, you said, you said I had a bad vibe. I said, it's not what I said. <laughs> I said, yeah, I'm, I'm in a bad mood. I got a bad, and I was like, that's not what I said. I said, there's a weird vibe in here. You're a part of it. Jaina's a part of it. The other two are, everybody's a part of it. Too? I'm just acknowledging it, you know, and, and, I, and I was like, all I want to do is stay out of it. Now, here I am, fucking smack dab in the middle. Stuck in the middle with you. <sighs> so, because uh, he's a quiet one, then you get picked up. Yeah, and I think she's still angry this morning, Laura is, I think. I'm not sure. But I got, I'm like, man, I got nothing to do with this shit. I, heard, I mean, I heard it's the same thing with like men and sons. 
Yeah, I think like, yeah, as, yeah, as they yeah. get older, you get. And I mean, even can, I think younger. I think like you know, men are like tough. Like you want your son to be like tough, and you want to like toughen up, tough, tough love. Like you know, I, like I, 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 I've never seen. I can't say never, um, because I have, but I rarely see a father babying a son. But like you know, your girls, you kind of you're a little bit more softer too. You're a little bit more protective of. But dad like definitely be my one to be my ass. My mom would tell my dad to be my ass. She wouldn't do it <laughs> herself. But like my um. You know, my girl's like, I'm, I'm harder on Jana because I expect more of her. You know what I mean? But like, I'm not like my wife. My wife is like, the other two get like, it's it fucking Amnesty International, but my, but Jana's <laughs> got to like pay for everything. She's the oldest. Yeah. She's number one. Yeah. Uh, so not only did you get your coffee, you did get your coffee first, Dante, but you are a, a guest. So we'll like, oh, go ahead. This and actually, is this the first time he's taking a, a proper seat? Usually he's- Yeah, usually you're a fourth. Yeah. Usually you're a fourth. Huh. Feels nice. Yeah. How do you like it? It's all even. It's a perfect square, so no one's devalued. Yep. <laughs> this is nice. Well, I thought it was nice. a brown table kind of thing. Yeah, same thing, though. Same so principle, except, when, except uh, at 400. Anything more than 40, not equal anymore. At 400, we had a couple corner folks. Yes. You know. But it was, it was still by seniority. The yes. four corners were filled by people of seniority, and then like further out was like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it is, man. I made it a point to come down and sit first yes. right there. Yeah, like, you know I mean, that's your seat. You I don't want y'all to get comfortable. <laughs> understand who I am. Mm-hmm. I may not be here all the time, but I'm here. Mm-hmm. I, I ain't going nowhere. Part of main crew. How's your nerd week been? It's been quite um, nerdy. Has it? Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah, you know. Um, I was. I want to ask you something. Oh, just because I've been seeing. Um, there's a lot of good movies coming out, bro. I, three it, fucking great trailers just like dropped on my YouTube in the last three days. There's yeah. Boogeyman, Stephen King. Boogeyman which, just dropped. There's a lot of Stephen King. Um, what's it like? What's it? Easter eggs in those trailers yeah. too? Because I I, I read him. Uh, no big deal, but mm-hmm. <laughs> it's on my brand. Those, that looks great. Um, I, I'm I'm gonna assume those endings suck because all Stephen King stories sucks at yeah. the end, but it's great journey. It's true. Yeah, that's that's always kind of except for Running Man, which is good. Like you're gonna have a good story, and there's then once you get to the end, Stand by Me, Green Mile. There's yeah. a few yeah. in there. Yeah. It's, it's, just, it's, it's just when you it's just when you have a few. Like, you get shat on, right? Right. Like, it doesn't right, matter right. if you get fucking straight A's all the time. The one time you get a fucking F, you're going to live the F forever. And I think it's, I, like, I'm in my bag now. I think it's also because the ones, some of the ones, the ending is so bad, but the fucking story is so, so good. Yes. And that's what makes the ending worse. Yes. You know, like, yeah. you fucked it up. Yeah, the fucking spider at it is like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> huh. You know, like, that was like, I remember as a kid being like, this doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> you know, how did the evil spider make a clown? Like, like you, you shot your complete wad. Yeah, all throughout the story, and you and created a at the end. Imagine having a character, right? And it's not like he's the only one that's done it, but you know, there's like your, your kind of your, you know, your mummy, Dracula, Wolfman, whatever. And then you have like your Freddy, Jason, you know, that era. But imagine creating a character that does end up standing the test of time, like that fucking it clown, mm-hmm. and can even be sort of revisualized like the Joker, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Or Harley Quinn or something, and Batman, you know, any classic character. Um, and then you turn that motherfucker, you have this character on your hands. Everybody loves it. Everybody finds something fascinated about it. Like, and then you turn it into a giant spider for no fucking reason. And it's, it's like, get to be fair, out. I mean, get for- out. I guess we had to change for the movie, but the giant spider thing makes sense in the Stephen King universe. Yeah, but then it's a dumb universe. Is my answer to that? <laughs> if it makes sense, then it's wrong because it's dumb. Did you, did you like the remake Spider? No, 
Okay. Yeah, like the, the uh, spider uh, monster thing is part of like the fabric of that universe. Right. Um, um, yeah, and yeah. So that, and then talk uh, to me. To, yeah, talk to with me. With the fucking that hand. One, that one. That looks very so interesting. A24, it looks like Ouija Boy. The A24 yes, world of films, the, I'm, I'm never fucking, fucking crazy about, but I say that only because of one movie. I've loved every A twenty four film. Okay, that I've again, seen. again, when you fuck up something, yeah. you're gonna be remembered for that fuck up. But the one which, one, which one is it? I did not like Saint Maud, and I know everyone I liked it. I liked I, it. I, I liked the ending. I didn't see it. And you the didn't thing, see it. So I didn't the ending it. was the only thing that woke me back up for. I was like, oh shit! But the rest of the movie, I was just like, I think because there was this this just anticipation. Like the trailer had okay. that trailer. I said, I tried I not in. to let the trailers mis- like lead me too much. I like I let the trailers let me see if I'm interested at most, and I try to forget about it. I just try and, not to even watch trailers. And, and that's kind of the same thing here. I'll look at the trailer just to kind of get a taste. Like, okay, I think I'm in. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm in for this. I was excited. You know, it came out. We we I think we rented it and everything. We're like, fuck it, I'll pay. I want to see this. And sat through. I was like, what the fuck? <clears throat> I enjoy. I thought it was like very uncomfortable and, the whole time. I was just like, Ugh. and to be fair, I'm. I told say I wanted to try to rewatch it. Maybe maybe I just went in with this hype in my yeah. mind, yeah. and now that I'm bitter. <laughs> now I can go in and appreciate it. It's like a, don't go in with hype. Don't go in with low expectations. I do. Most times I go in. That's why people show me for like watching shit late. But like if I watch it late, at least I have like a more fair take on whatever the fuck I'm watching. Yeah, true. And that for whatever reason, that was one of the ones I went in early. I was like, I want it. Mm-hmm. Whereas most times I wait. I'll just let everything go and then finally catch it at the end after getting reviews and everything yeah. and hearing people without spoiling it. Yes, like the spoiler-free reviews does help yeah. if it's like a trusted source. Yeah. Um, There's a, well, I don't know what, I know the brand. I, I, I don't, just like I don't know names of songs, artists, I just know the songs. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what, what other movies does this company make? Um, So, A24, uh-huh. they tend to make, it's like... I, is it because I didn't even know Saint Maud was but. Blumhouse was a low budget, and I think A twenty four is kind of in that same realm where it's like they're you know they don't spend a whole bunch of money on <laughs> you know production and and effects and everything. And so, it shows. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we, you know when I saw A twenty four and then you know I looked at that's the a trailer. cool way the logo like yeah, and the last one is um. Fucking Evil Dead Rising. It's got yeah. really good reviews. Yeah, like I, I'm not sure if it has anything to do with the Evil Dead universe at all, or it's just like so. Yeah, it, I'm not sure. It's branded with it. Yeah, it's branded with it. Yeah, but it has nothing to do with Shop Smart, Shop S Smart. Oh, gotcha, with, gotcha, um, gotcha. Ash. See, I don't uh, like. I've only see, he's Evil Dead. I yeah. only saw the second one, Army, Army of, of Darkness, Darkness. Yes, and I saw it in the theater as a kid. Because I, I saw the trailer and I was like, monsters and this guy mm-hmm. with a chainsaw. And I'm, chainsaw arm, yeah. I'm seven or whatever I was. And I was like, this looks awesome. The original chainsaw, man. Yeah. And then I went and saw it and I was like, fuck this. Fuck this. This is dumb. Like, because, be, but I, I think it's a marketing problem. Because yeah, they marketed it as like a scary, scary movie. But and when it's like and a they comedy. marketed it as on its own. Yeah. Oh, I'm, yes. I'm going into it and I'm missing pieces to the story, the, the, uh, to the puzzle. I think you can watch it without the first one, but it does that's that's help. You, but like, you know, you can, so, or, so like, I to this day, it has a, uh, it has, so to speak, Prentice, so to speak, left a foul taste in my mouth yeah. because, um, you know, I went into something not fully understanding what I was going into. You know what I mean? Right. And I think not everyone's into that kind of movie. It's like, it's, it's, this. The billboard movie, mm-hmm. but it's also like a B movie at the same time. Uh-huh. But it's one of those where like you going in knowing it's a B movie, but, right? Yeah, because they have a whole TV series, I think, or streaming Probably. series. Yeah, that, recently yeah. that I haven't watched. 
think it came out 2018 or 2017 or something, okay. I believe. But yeah, I'm excited for all three of those movies. When yeah. they come out on streaming. So when I message um, you all about doing an Evil bit, Evil Dead That's episode. Because okay. someone messaged me and was like, hey, can we get an Evil Dead episode? And I was like, I don't see why not. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go for it. And then Phil was like, um, well, <laughs> I put in the chat, yes or no. Because like that, that, I always need a yes or no. I was like, I need a yes or no. <laughs> Joe, Phil, do you want to do Evil Dead? And you're like, sure. And Phil was like, gave me an explanation. He was like, I, <laughs> yes, yes or, or no. no. <laughs> but it, his whole take was basically after he would rather do it after seeing this movie. And I was Makes like, sense. well, the thing is, I didn't want to include this yes. movie yet. I wanted to do this one separately. But, you know, Sarah looked at the trailer and was like, I think we should go see it in the theater. I was like, really? Okay. Well, so we'll probably go see it next week sometime. Cool. And then I and I told Phil though, I don't know that we're gonna really talk a lot about it during that recording. Just excited about stuff. <laughs> um, but we'll at least mention it. Yeah. But yeah, there's a lot. There there've been a couple other trailers that I I just saw by the last two days. It's like, oh shit! Like we're getting a lot of good horror this summer. Yeah, and, it's crazy. Like, And that's not even counting the fall where we're getting uh, the Exorcist reboot, which mm. I know people are upset about that because people don't understand what a reboot and a remake is because people are fucking stupid. Well, people also, well, creators also fucking up because sometimes <clears throat> they do reboots as remakes and remakes as reboots. And I think they use those terms interchangeably. Mm-hmm. And also, like, I think that there's not enough credence given to the casual moviegoer. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. The casual moviegoer is doesn't understand reboot, mm. doesn't understand remake, doesn't understand, um, you know, prequel. Sometimes doesn't yes, understand, yeah. like doesn't even yeah, like don't. just just like like certain concepts that they, they just want to walk in and have a, a a good experience and um and and not be confused. I mean, Multiverse shit like that, yeah. like it's just like oh my god. <laughs> I mean, I've I've definitely talked to people who who d- does not realize. Like a lot, a lot of the DC movies aren't same universe, and yeah. a lot of the same mm-hmm. times, uh, I have, I have a, people who don't realize Marvel and DC are not the same thing. I have that. I have the other one that you mentioned. I have one about Marvel. People not understand that X Men aren't in the fucking Marvel yes. universe. I have, yeah. I have uh, people that don't understand that the other Spider Man up until you know a year ago weren't but, part of the Spider. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, like uh, I'm trying to think about other ones, uh, but there's 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 tons of that type of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, um, it's it's hard. You know, in trying to explain the Star Wars timeline to people, and you know, it's <laughs> it's, it's fucking it's a you know what I mean? It's a, it's a, a so you got a, you got red strings exactly <laughs> board exactly. And paper. That was exactly. Actually, on I was a guest on someone's podcast. We were talking about uh, fighting, but she said she's part of another podcast called the MCU Lorecast, mm-hmm. and then she started talking about things that weren't MCU. And I was like, then you know, I'm just sitting there like bite my tongue, like yeah. I don't Ooh, know you, if you, you understood the assignment. Yeah, yeah. So, it's like the the general public does not understand. No, you know, like. Um, so yeah, unless you're into whatever it is you're going to watch, yeah. it's also better because like I mean it's also fine when it's old, right? Like Exorcist is old. A lot of people yeah. haven't seen it at this point. I feel like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, and the thing is with the reboot, as I'm looking at comments, you know, I don't read comments on my posts because fuck them. They got a lot of shitty stuff to say. But I'll go I got read a heart rate monitor now. I'm not. I'm not trying. To, <laughs> I'll go I'll read. Isn't gonna go off on me. I read others people's comments because it has no effect on me but then you never read something so stupid like it gives you a mini stroke well i have and th- this is one of them <laughs> but I, so, just like, dude, I mean i had one this morning where I, I debated on whether or not to engage 
Like the yeah. answer is always yep. no. But it's yeah. like sometimes it's, it's on like, your own thing. It's sometimes it's so hard, man. It's I know. like you know, know. it's like I, I, I need to correct this. <laughs> I, I don't read it. Yeah, like it's it's like it's 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 very very challenging for me. So how home. do you live your whole life, like with your entire life experience up to this point, to make this comment? Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> how just do you like, live this long? It's not unlike when I was talking about that that drill instructor type guy that was you know walking. Oh yeah, with, yeah, the with, Hulk, with Hulk and Superman. Superman. <laughs> it's like I, I couldn't I couldn't let it go. You know, I gotta let you know you that I, dis- right I disagree. Um, one of the comments when the, they started announcing the cast for the new Exorcist, mm-hmm. they're saying, uh, I guess. I don't know who the young lady is because I'm old. I don't know young actors and actresses anymore. But this young lady who's black is going to be in it. And everyone, like, all the comments, like, you do know that the original girl that the movie's based off of was white. Well, this thing and, isn't... And I'm sitting there thinking, like, well, it, it wasn't based off of a girl. It was based off a boy. You mm. dumb fuck. <laughs> number one. But number two, it's a reboot. They're not redoing The Exorcist. Right. It is is in the same universe because the mom is coming back and Linda Blair has now said that she's coming back for it. Oh, so, okay. Okay. So, you know, it's, you know, 40 some odd years later, fuck, you know, 50 years later. Oh, wow. Have so, they done a trailer? Uh, no, trailer's not ready yet. Interested. But, you know, there's a bit of uh, race swapping controversy. I know. Go figure. Always. <laughs> going, going on right now <laughs> with uh, Lilo and Stitch. Huh. Uh, okay, you ready? Is that going to be a live action or something? Yes. Yeah. And okay, they're yeah. making Stitch green. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, people will lose their shit on that. Um, people are but, upset about a, a not white Tinkerbell right now. Yeah. And so, Ariel. Well, yes. So let me let me go in. So so uh, this is interesting mm-hmm. as a case study. Yeah. So Lilo's older sister, right, who kind of has to take the mother role mm-hmm. in the, she is supposed to be a native Hawaiian um gal okay okay um she is being played by someone who apparently i don't know her name forgive me but she is of mixed heritage one of which being native hawaiian and one of which being i think british irish and uh as a result she does not look like the older sister from the cartoon Mm -hmm. she looks white for all intents and purposes mm-hmm. but if she were to tell you yeah my my, my, my father's hawaiian or whatever you wouldn't skip a beat You'd be like, oh yeah all right i see it I, you know whatever like um but people are throwing a fit saying like how can you get a white girl to to do to, to, to blah 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 you're whitewashing this and blah 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 and it's like oh okay well hold on now yeah, everybody yeah. everybody hold your horses Hold your horses, because like they're like, well, no, no, with with Ariel, race doesn't matter, and I'm like, I don't think that race really matters here either. It's not about that. Lilo and Stitch Them is not being a, Hawaiian has nothing. The yeah, race has not nothing to do with the story. It's not about itself. being Hawaiian. It's yeah, about yeah. being an outsider, and 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 about like like having to step up responsibility wise. It's like two kind of, but but neither here nor there. Like it's just like all right, well, like it's like we're not all playing by the same rules yeah and you're obviously not doing your own research you're just like reacting by knee-jerk reaction just looking at a person and judging them by what they look like instead of what they are this came up with say something about them agreed that that part too this came up with miles morales when they were talking about doing the live action Mm -hmm. and the little boy from um the show um blackish his name is miles so he's been he's been petitioning to play this role Mm -hmm. for the longest time and you know again went into the comments because let's see how stupid people are mm-hmm. now, i don't know anything about the kid's background right but apparently 
his dad is black, his mom is Hispanic. I think she's Puerto Rican. Perfect. And exactly. <laughs> people, people, Perfect. Were, people were in the comments like, well, they, they just think he they're like, oh, he's black. No, no, no. We need, you know, um, you know, he needs to be uh uh Hispanic in, in black and da da da. And you know, people pointed out, well, his dad is this, the mom was that, kinda just like Miles. Mm-hmm. And people still weren't like backing down. They, like, they, the facts don't matter a lot of times anymore. Yeah. All that people don't care enough to look. Didn't the same shit happen to Remy Malik? Like he, he I, I could be wrong. I'm speaking of my ass, but in, in my mind, I remember him playing some Egyptian character and people were complaining that he's white, but he's actually like uh, Egyptian by like genetics or oh, something. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, I, like, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Everyone had to like, what well, was the same the with, fuck up? with, um, there's the, there's another character, you know, like the uh the guy that like works for child services or whatever, the big like muscle type yeah. dude from the from Lilo and Stitch, yeah. like threatening yes. them or whatever. So they're they're replacing him with a female and a, a lighter skinned female. I think she is also. I don't get me lying. I don't know about her, but I think she's also Hawaiian. But she's definitely lighter skinned than the the cartoon character, and people don't fit once again. And so this is like. This is dual issues here. Yes. It's one. It's 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 fucking insanely hypocritical. Yep. And two, it's it, it is frankly colorism. It is. You know, it like, is. And, and it's these people that think they're fighting the good fight, and in the same, they're shaming people that are of the same heritage. Yeah, just but like, lighter skin. Like, like, skin. skin. When it comes to that character. I don't know that it really matters. A lot of times it doesn't. Is the thing. <laughs> right. A lot of fucking time in stories. A lot of times it doesn't. But sometimes I, it does. But mostly it doesn't. Agreed. I think that my thing with it is like is like whatever's going to be, it needs to be what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Yes. But my thing is always to just stick to the script. Yes, yeah. just stick to the script. Yeah. That, I mean, like, it's that easy. I feel like at, at some point people are going to break out like the fucking. Uh, what should it call Benjamin Moore's color swatches <laughs> at fucking castings yeah. to make because sure you match it, it, the fucking tone. Well, I'll tell you, if I was, if I was, this, I'm just being honest, and I, I know it makes me sound like some sort of monster, but like, you know, like if I was the casting director for Lilo and Stitch, mm-hmm. or I was the casting director for The Little Mermaid, if the young lady uh, came in for Little Mermaid, I'd be like, no. You don't. You don't look the part. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And and if and even this this uh, person who is of Hawaiian heritage, et cetera, But if she came in, I would be like, no, you don't look the part. Mm. You know, like like for, that's how I would be approaching it. Is just trying to nail the likeness. You know, and yeah. and, and I and I'd be treating it fairly. You know, I, I, like I in all cases. In all cases. Yeah. yeah. It, it, I mean, but when you start picking and fucking choosing. You're just it, opening yourself yeah, up for it. Because you got to say either it completely matters or it doesn't matter. You I, can't I, fucking pick and choose the middle. I do right? agree. Yeah. Because either it doesn't matter. Any any race of anybody who can be in any cast or right. every time has to be exactly the same. As long as it's not exactly, as long as it's not hyper pertinent to the story, right? Like having a Asian char- having an Asian actor play Malcolm X, probably the wrong call. <laughs> <laughs> You're not sure. You're you're up for it. I, I, I don't know why. I, I, I thought of Tiger Woods for a second. <laughs> yeah. No, no, he in the race draft. He, yes, that's Chappelle true. That's show. true. For shizzles. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that was the big thing with uh, the Exorcist coming out. That that was just a big controversy. But we got that coming out. There's a couple. There's a couple other um, like October, obviously. Yes. Just horrible, I mean, and that comes out on Friday the thirteenth. October, so that that's gonna be cool. I'll oh, probably I'll probably go to the theater for that. I don't really do that often, but I'll make an, a special occasion. My only concern is, and I asked this when we did the podcast, it's like, do you think we'll ever get an experience 
like the 1973 extras where motherfuckers were, you know, passing out in the theater, throwing up. I don't, like, I don't, I don't think so. Well, I, I don't think we'll get. I'm, I'm just saying in general with a film, and I doubt we get. Yeah, anything I don't remotely think. Well, I don't. Close. Yeah, I, I think that like there's certain there's certain places that like that we go, and then that we just we've gone there now. Yeah, and I think it's like I don't know how to put this, but I think people are just more complex now. Humans, the society is more complex. Like you know, you show some motherfucker from the 1950s, some shit we see things as normal today. They're gonna lose their shit, right? Like now, in 2023, we've seen too much, experienced too much. Graphics are too fucking good. Like we're kind of desensitized to anything extraordinary. Yeah. Well, that's mm-hmm. what I was gonna say. We're desensitized for sure. When they redid Halloween back in 07, and they show you know 20 somethings Halloween from 1978, and they're like, "This is supposed to be scary." Yeah, exactly. And you have to think about in the 70s. That was that decade of serial killers. Yeah. Anything could happen at that time, and you didn't know what was what, and there was no lore to Michael Myers being supernatural. So you see this movie with this guy killing babysitters, and you know that shit was scary for the time. Mm-hmm. That's part of part of my nerd week, right? Here's I'm watching a lot of old horror movies as we're doing horror through the decades. Right mm-hmm. now, I'm doing shit in the '60s, and watching these movies, you have to put yourself in the mindset, yeah. you know, for these decades. Why was this scary? What affected them to make them make this movie, and what got the masses concerned when these movies came out versus now when they do a remake of The Blob, you know, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, uh, you, you know, The Invisible Man. You, you have to change things up so much. Like yeah. the most recent Invisible Invisible Man was visible, and that's like, what was fucked up. What? Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, I didn't see it. The last oh, one I saw was you, Kevin oh, Bacon. You, you went and cast so, a visible man for it. <laughs> Aren't you something? <laughs> <laughs> in, in, the, in Hollow Man with Kevin Hollow Bacon, Man, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that was, you know, basically like with it still in that same pocket, whereas the new one, it was um, an invisibility suit. And, okay. and, you know, that's very different. And, you, I know, don't like it. you know, to be fair, you know, stepping into today's world of technology, it makes sense. But, you know, it's also um, a domestic violence movie. You know, it, it goes into all this this complex stuff. And sometimes it's okay just to fucking put out like fucking eye candy, like shit to watch. I don't want a super complex story. I mean, a lot of shit back in the 60s started to get into that pocket. That's where horror started changing. I, I just watched Rosemary's Baby. And granted, that's going more into the 70s because it was 68 and um, Night of the Living Dead. You know, these two films specifically started taking a big, big change and making the story a little bit more complex. Social commentary and all that good stuff. Yes. But the thing is, like the films before that was like, look, just give me a monster. Give me a monster. Run from it. Like the 50s was just all that, just monsters. Oh, look at that giant monster. Ah, run. So I have a joke in there, but I'm going <laughs> to should let it out in 400. Yeah. <laughs> so while she came out, you, you got some editing. They just, they just find somebody that's not okay with the dude being replaced as an acting person with a big girl from fucking Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> we found your monster. <laughs> well, that, that's another thing with like films today though, too, is when they start replacing characters, it, it becomes this thing of like, Oh well, let's throw Lizzo in there. It's like, <laughs> like for what? Why? Don't don't, don't get me started, buddy. We're gonna revisit that. We're gonna revisit that today. Um, we'll that's see. coming up. Yeah, sorry to interrupt your notebook with like, cause the other two normal seats here don't give a fuck about this shit. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And, and Chris doesn't do any scary movies. That's really. true. And you mm. like more complex shit. Yes. That, and I like complex shit and dumb shit yes and i do want to yeah. add real quick that i think just to, to button up that lilo stitch thing and then I'm, I'm over it but like uh 
the if if we were going to play that whether or not ethnicity matters to the story it, i i think that it does not but i i do think that it does matter with moana like oh, yeah like that, yeah, no, matters, that, that matters but not necessarily here but it's not the, the, the point is of all that it has nothing to do with any of that it nope, has nothing it to do with that any of that it's just that it just it's, happens it's to be okay quiet. sometimes and it's not okay other times yes yeah. i agree yeah. um but yeah with with my nerd week it's been a lot of horror movies um uh, just that Moana song is rocking to you, by the way. Still, I know. It's a good song. It is. Yeah, it is. The one with the rock? I had it in my phone every so often. I listened to it. That shit fucking brings tears in my eyes sometimes, man. I don't think about my grandma being a little stingray, you know what I mean? Taking me through the ocean, you know what I mean? It's funny because you don't like musicals, but then, like. Yeah, every now and then one hits, you know. It's like if you know, if it's, you, it's, I don't know why. Maybe because we're raised on it, like. But animated stuff gets a pass for being musicals. So being called musicals, I, yeah, and it depends for me. Like, like, uh, like when it's too much of a musical production, I'm usually over it, right? So, like, um, a lot of the Beauty and the Beast stuff was like a huge musical production, right? Yeah, but like King Louis. Dancing in the jungle, just just wanting some some man fire. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, and, 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 and the fucking the, that fucking that village was a whole vibe. You know what I mean? Everybody was getting in on the tune and shit, and you know, but it wasn't too much. It's still like you know, it's it made sense for the character. I don't know. It's like it's when. It's when something seems like it. It was when something takes me out of it, and it's like, okay, now we have moved into the musical number of this production. Oh, okay. That's when I get turned off. I don't know. Lion King started off circle of life was, it was hard. So, so that I don't a think great fucking opening, bro. Yeah, but that's that's not a musical. There's a lot of music in there, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that that I have a high Disney soundtrack. They have. I'm not saying the movies. I'm not saying I'm not saying the movies not a musical. I'm saying that that part is not a musical. That's oh, a soundtrack. There's a soundtrack and like a music video yes by yes itself. and that worked great it's, but then like uh the the scar and the hyena singing the song together that's a musical be prepared be pre pre jeremy prepared. irons and, yeah, I, and i'm dude I like and, I'm, and i'm out on that yeah. i love circle of life i'm out on be prepared well i think there's a thing too at least whenever i'm looking at anything as far as a musical goes is like is like is there when a song comes into play and you know whatever the musical is, it's like why would you be singing in this moment? <laughs> like West Side Story, and I love West Side Story, but there are yeah. parts where I'm like, and, dude, and, I always hit whenever I like a group. What of, reality I'm, are you snapping in the streets? Like at a convic- uh, like a convention or something, and I got like a group of guys, and and we're meeting up with another group of guys, and I see them from down the hall. I always start going, boys, boys, <laughs> crazy boys, be cool, boy. <laughs> you know. Uh. <clears throat> Well, yeah. Have you ever noticed that when men hug, they keep their dick way away from the uh, other man? Like yes. but they don't do that with women. You don't want to do tummy huh. sticks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tummy sticks is not a. I just noticed that. I, mean, recently. I do that with. Them. I I keep yeah. my ass out on all hugs. Yeah, yeah. same. Ah, so see, some females sometimes I'll, I'll bring it in. I'll I'll, I'll give it in a, in a warm embrace. You know? Oh, it depends on. Who yeah, it, it depends. It depends. I have to be close and, with but you. I don't I don't go out of my way to make sure that I'm. It looks nuts. I just paid attention to it recently because a bunch of us were going to a retirement party, um, and I saw a bunch of people like, like, like fucking, you know, hugging and congratulating yeah. and blah blah blah. But it was just like I was like, man, look how far these dudes will stick their ass out to not get touch anywhere. You don't want to, so, touch yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I, finger to finger. I, I give the hip. I turn. Like, oh, you go. I always, turn. I always give the hip if I'm if I'm coming in close. I mean, okay. a natural, not natural, the ex- generally accepted men hug nowadays has a built-in buffer. 
you have you go in with a handshake, you go in with yeah, a dab, yeah, and that's already in between. Yeah. And then the elbow keeps the you elbow, back. Yeah, yep. you, like yep. unless you thrust your fucking cock out there, you're not gonna be touching tips. Yeah, but sometimes I'll I'll do like the half dab and then the hug. Like yeah. it's like you know, but but I'm still I'm. You know, it's just funny. It's just funny to so watch. So anytime like when I come over here and it's been a while, we'll hug. Mm-hmm. It's almost like I step to the side with the hug though. <laughs> so it, it's hip to hip. <laughs> So, it's, like, it's, imagine, imagine magnets. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that. Dicks, no, the other dicks are <laughs> fucking the, repulsive. Like, yep. Um, but yeah, so, uh, so you like horror? Yeah. Lo- lots of horror. Uh, Compton. We just recorded episode one hundred. Oh, nice for that one. You didn't invite us to a party. Hey, I mean, <laughs> I didn't really think we, we had been a hard, there with the invite. <laughs> Joe, I've well, I haven't invited because I knew I'm like, okay, hey, Joe, we're just gonna record remotely. <laughs> like, I'm not even gonna take the rejection. I, I, I have feelings, but I mean, we didn't have a plan. We're just Phil like, ends. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, we, like we didn't have a plan for 100 anyway. I was just like, well, we we wanted to like you know have guests, but it, it was just like, okay, this is fucking complicated. I don't fucking feel like reaching out to people. So like, let's just review whiskey. Because we review beers on Compton. So oh, like, I, I would have been down with that. I was like, y'all, go. y'all got me fucked up. Four <laughs> hundred. <laughs> yeah, I I took like five or six shots at the end, of, back to back. You motherfuckers. Yeah, it got rough. I know there y'all listening. It got rough there at the end. It got rough there at the end. Because I mean, I I mean, I started drinking, but mm-hmm. like no more than like two shots a night. Right. Like a little just, nightcap. Yeah. Just a little nightcap. I mean, just yeah. just chill, watch some TV yeah. or whatever. And I have low tolerance now. But I was like, we're fucking, I'm not from fucking Ricky. I'm not from Florida. Fucking yeah. drink this Jack. Drink this Jameson with me. As soon as right. I saw Ricky, he was like, yo, I'm getting you fucked up. I got the Jameson. I was like, oh, good luck. Fucking Casey's <laughs> not like. getting me. <laughs> and, and I still ended up getting fucked up somehow, some way. I mean, but the problem is, like, I stopped drinking because I had a problem. And this yeah. shit is good. As, like, that fucking Angel's Envy that Chris brought, that bourbon, mm-hmm. is fucking good. That Jameson's fucking good. And then I'm like, is this good? I'm slipping back to the part of me where everything's good. Well, what's funny is I've toned in, in as, as, as you've toned up, I've toned down. Like, I've really gotten into just drinking, like, uh, on weekends now. Mm-hmm. Um, I've just cut it out for the week. Um, yeah. And, I mean, I don't and, every night. It's right, just like right. No, I, no, no, no. I don't mean to suggest that you have, but like, uh, it is. It is funny because like, uh, I got, I got so fucked up. Uh, we'll, and we're talking about four hundred in a minute, but I had to hit up Dante yesterday to be like, "Hey, man, we're doing nerve rage tomorrow at ten, right?" And he was like, "Yeah," and I was like, "All right, cool." And then I hit you guys yeah, up. I was like, "Reminder, we're doing it at ten. Yes, I I, I've still got my shit together over here." Like, you know? I was like sitting there, like at home, at like 122 my heart rate, 122 beats per minute. I'm like, "What the fuck did I do to myself?" Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I, only, yeah, I would have reviewed bourbon with you. I only drink when we do Compton, mm-hmm. like, and and usually he'll bring over three beers. We'll split the beers and and kind of you know just give our. He he does all the like the shit to it. I just tell him like I don't like it. Right. He was like, "Oh, this okay it tastes like shit," mm. you know. But I'll give it this score. Um, off the mats, at the end, I always tell people, "Hey, you know, shoot me an email. You want to be a guest? Blah blah blah." I didn't really think people were going to start doing that. <laughs> so people have been emails like, "Hey, I'd love to be on the show." And the thing about it, and and I'm fine with it, mm-hmm. but there's this weird pressure. I always feel like motherfuckers. Like I told them, like, "Have you listened to the show?" Like besides the one episode that you heard me say, shoot me an email. Right. Like, understand this isn't like 
you know, uh, jujitsu dummies and, you know, all these other ones that are like strictly talking jujitsu and talking about the technique and, right, right, and right. the art and the love for it. Like my show, I'm just like, all right, you know, what got you into it? Okay, we're me too. Yeah, yeah. I got my ass beat by a 14 year old and I decided I had to stay. Right. Uh, I was right, going right. to fuck that kid up before, before we were done. Right. You know, and, and I let them know, like fucking cuss. Come on in and, and say all the bad words. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if people got, you know, a story to tell, tell it. But <clears> I've been getting, you know, a few requests and now I'm like, fuck. That's, I, I, I need to take that back. Not that I don't want guests on, but. It's the, the more people been coming in than I'm expecting. Yeah. So trying to figure out timing for and vetting, man. It's like sometimes, like yeah, I like know somebody. That's that's the tricky part. Is like like I, I'm fortunate that like I I just know a lot of people in life, like partly through my job or through experiences in my life that like. I kind of get a vibe of like whether or not they're going to be a presence on something, you know. But like the idea of like meeting people and then trying to get them on to something and then being like, oh wait. Because I've had it happen. I've had it happen where people that I know that are a complete fucking riot in life sit down at this table yeah. and all of a sudden are Cramp super up. conserved. So, and that's how, I have one guy come on, very very just humble. Like because the whole idea is like, if I ask you a question, I'm expecting like, tell me the story behind it. Right. This dude's giving like like one sentence and answers, and I was like, dude, I got to fill at least 35 minutes. <laughs> right. We're at eight minutes right now. You answered all the fucking questions. Right. Not okay. But also what I try to do is I try to chat chat with people a little while beforehand to kind of get a feel for them. And then I'm like, hey, go listen to, you know, at least two, three episodes, get a feel so you understand when you're coming in, you can be you. And I also let some people who haven't been on understand. I was like, look, you might think this is going to be an interview, but it's not. It right. is conversational. Like, I might ask some questions to kind of move the conversation. Right. But at the end of the day, just like relax right. and like one of my guests recently you know it was remote and i'm like you know i'm telling him like yo just cool out be cool he's never done a podcast he was like you mind if i go pour a glass of whiskey i was like dude please go do it i'm gonna go get my box of wine <laughs> and we had a fucking blast right <clears throat> uh anything else don't think of recently no nope, just potting all right and uh, you might be here next week as well Probably. From what I understand, probably. Um, Joe, how about you? So let me. <laughs> but, and then we'll talk about we'll, we'll talk week. about four hundred after we've done Nermy. Yes. So. so, yes. <laughs> playing games, mm-hmm. back playing game like. Uh, because I, I am a fucking gamer at heart. People are like you're not a real gamer because you don't game. I because for a long time I didn't because A is a timing issue and B is if I get into gaming I just like drinking like I, I am a zero or 100 kind of person Same. I don't do it or I do it to a, a problem I think they say that uh, one is too many and 30 is not enough <laughs> yes, <clears throat> yes. so uh, start playing Raft again can you guess what the game is? Uh, he he. We we played this game so, last time. We yeah. lost this. We lost the episode. It's a great episode. We lost best the episode. episode ever. <laughs> best episode of No Rage but, ever. But Bobby guessed the offbeat 99% of the thing was correct. So we have a new game that we're going to play on Nerve Rage now where if Joe has seen some obscure like B movie or has played some obscure like online game and I've never heard of it, he tells the title and then I have to guess what it's about and judge my accuracy to the real thing. This raft game, I got like, like dude, you nailed it. Ninety percent of it. Like I raft. I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is like, is that a fucking raft? Some logs and some fucking strings, and you're fucking going to ocean. 
That's that's what comes to mind for me for a raft. That's but. basically yeah. So it's uh, me and me and some friends, some some cool, cool friends, friends. <laughs> <laughs> and Krista, who I guess is also a cool, cool friend. friend. Cool. Like, Damn. <laughs> um, and like you, it's a it's a water world with Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner and um, Dennis Hauser. Yeah, yeah, Dennis Hopper. Um, but yeah, you're in the ocean. You start off on a little square of plank wood, and that's your raft. Because no man is an island, of course. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. And, uh, or, or with how many friends you have. So it's like, right now there's three, of, three to four of us. Anyone can jump in and jump out. Only one person has to be persistently running the server, so that person always has to be on for the boat to go. And you're surrounded by fucking trash in the ocean, like woods, plastic, fucking leaves. And you go around and you collect shit and you build onto the raft. Okay. And eventually, so it's like a sim game in which you're building, but with ocean trash. And I love the building part and the sharks and shit that tries to attack you, but like I have a bigger ass boat going. But there is an over arcing story in which like you try to go towards the island to figure out what happened to the world why is it like flooded now no. I just like building and just chilling so that's why I've been playing a lot I played I've been playing like three hours a night every night uh, if the cool friends are available mm-hmm. at least, mm-hmm. if at least two out of three of the cool friends are available <laughs> I've been playing um, still playing Monster Hunter um, a lot of solo hunts just me going by myself and maybe one other cool friend because like I think the, I think the group's done. Um, which is another thing, when you play games like D&D or, or, yeah. or games like that relies on a specific group, mm-hmm. then you're on everyone's schedule. Yeah. Not, not, that, yes. not, that, not, not that I blame any of them. Yeah, you can't. Because we're all adults. All of us sometimes or other can't play. But when something falls off, if it's not consistent, it's going to fall off. Like Dungeons & Dragons, you kind of have to play regularly to move it, go, to move it along. If yep. you, you miss a couple of sessions, you're kind of out of it. Well, you forget what happens. Um, and the game I mean, Krista started playing. Well, it's a one-person game, but like you know, we hang out and play one-person game. It's called Dredge. Guess what that game is about? Dredge. One person, single-player game. Dredge. D R E D G E, I believe. So I'm not exactly sure what that word means. Right. But, exactly. But let me uh, let me. I'm gonna try. Okay. Here we go. All right. So you guys are. <laughs> A group... One person. One person. Single player game. Single player game. Okay. So, you are a person that has to clear out a canal of some sort. The canal keeps filling up with like mud and water and debris, and you have to use these certain tools and utensils to clear out this canal, to to dredge out this canal, and and throw, throw the shit out of the canal in order to clear up the space. As you throw it out... It lands in the other person's canal, <laughs> so it makes their job more challenging. So, who's the more efficient uh, kind of cleaner outer becomes the the champion of the game. That, that sounds like Tetris, but <laughs> the dual Tetris, the two yeah, players. Similar. Are, you clear, as you clear your you board, play, uh, you like range you it down on that board. Bust a move. Yes, dude, that was the. Oh shit. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I've never seen motherfuckers like talk so much shit about a video game as bust a move. <laughs> um, it, it was like these little bubbles, and you build like the chains, yep. and you pop them, and they yep. go into the other person's screen. God yeah. damn. Um, so okay, now tell me what it's really about. Um, you are a fisherman who do have dredging gear. Okay, and you ha- do have the dredge shit off the bottom of this ocean. You're in some some kind of archipelago. Okay. A bunch of islands uh-huh. 
to like find treasures and shit, and there's also an overarching story. You, oh, you okay. fish stuff to make money, and you had to dredge shit like treasures and like mysterious items up. And I, th- I'm not sure if it's a horror game, but it has horror elements. But well, I think I have to play more to find out. But it's very interesting. It's only 25 bucks on any platform, Steam for the PC, or we're playing on the PS4. Um, indie game, but like I love the art and I like story driven single player games. All right, I was a little off on that one. That was all right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you hey, know what? I like your games. <laughs> but yeah, but, but that's what make, makes the game fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like how Chris couldn't have to ask me what Monster Hunter is about. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I could, I think I feel like I could have got that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, fucking watch. I don't remember if I talked about it two episodes ago or this epi- or the episode we lost. I'm going to talk about it anyway. Resident Evil 4 re- Remake, amazing. Um, looking forward to f- 5 Remake if they make one of Code Veronica. I, I, I watch... I, I want to... You know the game is good. Oh, man, you, you're going to snap that rubber band. Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's my, my Asian that's coming out, man. Yeah. I'm that fucking uh, ESL. <laughs> I saw this comedian recently and he was like, I don't understand why right-wing people hate China so much. He was like, they get rid of the homeless. They like to smoke inside. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Fuck, what was I say? Oh, but you know a game is good when you watch it and then you want to play it yourself. Dredge was like that. We watched, we didn't know about it. A lot of these indie games is just from us because dinner time is YouTube time usually. We just, there's a few Let's Players or YouTube gamers uh-huh. we like to watch because we like the commentary. Uh-huh. And a lot of times they have interesting games we never heard of. Okay. So I, w- I might play Resident Evil 4, a remake, just because it's it's such a good remake. They made, like, it's not often when people reboot stuff or remake stuff that it's actually better than the original. Yeah, I think I only played 2, 3, and 4. Not one. I don't think I played okay. one. Yeah, well, I mean, one, two, three, and four. I think are the all the best ones. Cold Veronica gets <clears> out there. That's why it doesn't have an official number. Five is much more of an becomes much more of an action game. Mm-hmm. But six and seven is when they brought it back. Six and seven are both really fucking good. Oh, nice. Cool. And and I think it's because they were able to move away from the main cast, mm. right? And they have completely new cast. They do have cameos with uh, like Chris or Ada. Some. Uh-huh. And which I think is what the problem with a lot of these franchises, um, other franchises, movies or game wise, when like they keep showing the same cast doing the same shit, it's like it's a big universe out there, man. Right, 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 yeah. right, 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 right. But it's just have you just have the have faith in your franchise, and that is strong enough to mm-hmm. where people are interested in the world and not just fucking Luke and Leia or whatever the fuck. Yep, two tubes, two tubes, yeah. <laughs> And, and 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 well, you also you you don't want to fuck it up by giving people characters new characters they don't care about. Then they then you are pigeonholed back to having to keep showing old shit. Yep, agreed, agreed. So yeah, so that's good. Um, my friends watch playing Dead Space on Twitch. I've been watching that. Another great remake. They're doing pretty fucking good with remakes lately. Um, with games anyway. There was a while where they were remaking shit and it wasn't good, but now like all the remake games are good and some looks like a lot of remake movies are doing good. Maybe we've hit a stride. Yeah, you've been lucking out with like, like you know, between Final Fantasy and now. Uh, yeah, Final Fantasy. Because like, like movies, a lot of times reboots suck, but I, I think they're getting better, right? They're getting better. As long as they stay Halloween as an example. 2018 was really good and then they decided to make two more that yeah. weren't really good. 
That's why I'm worried about the Exorcist because mm. it's the same team, and I think this first oh. one's going to be good. But it's, it's supposed to be a trilogy, so I got to fill in those other two. About well, it's still genre hard. It's hard, but like it's much more story driven, right? It's not like a mo- freak of the week kind of thing. True, right? It's yeah. not. It's not more like a titular monster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. It's this feeling of you know the same writing team though mm-hmm. that that's doing this. Like, what was your motivation behind doing this, and then continuing on? With something that feels so offbeat, money. So, yeah, true. <laughs> I it mean, is money. Most mostly, money's but always it, a drive for anything. But when I say your motivations is like, what drove you to push the story this way? Right. Like, did did you have no ideals? Right. So, right, right. so reboots, I agree, are getting better as long as it stays within its pocket. Yeah. And I think it has to be either far enough away from the original or, you know, it, even when it's good. Like, I really like the Freddy remake, right? But I, I think people, too. Yeah. people are really yeah. stuck on the original Freddy. And, and, well, and I don't blame them. Because people are stuck Freddy's on great. Robert England as Freddy. Right. And it's like you are cheering for a child molester. <laughs> you understand this, right? Yeah. You want a child he had, molester. But he had, he had charisma. Yeah. yeah, I mean, well, but we'd have to be talking about one charming motherfucking dog. <laughs> I believe you know. What I mean? that, that's that's the yeah. true story of it, right? Is yeah. that like, like, is that like, charm and charisma go a long way? R. Kelly, uh, I'm. Yeah. <laughs> he got away from it for a long time, bro. I, I, yeah. I'm a long yeah, time. You know, but once they, I don't once think it, his charm. I think it was like again, just kind take, of the talent. Take, take the rock. Right, who has just kind of been exposed as being like this super egotistical monster in this one sense, it's Fucking gone completely cunt. under the rug. It's gone completely under the rug because he has mm. so much charm and charisma that people are like, ah, who cares? Uh, He's good fun. But mm. Maybe, maybe also not not enough has come out. If everyone's everyone in the fucking biz just well, can't forget, he's a fucking. Horror. I don't think it's it, it's a story, but I don't think it's like a big enough story where he's yeah, made it a not, complete. Shit it's not show. a big enough story to not overcome. Enough, it's not, not a big enough, enough story to come overcome the charm. Correct. Yeah. 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 So they didn't focus on the child molesting aspect of Freddy that much. Yeah. Yeah. If every hot. time in a dream when he's killing some girl, he's also molesting them, that that's a that whole different story. True. That's true. Well, I think they <clears> they're talking about. It's about that time again for so, Freddy to come up. Make another one or make a sequel of the remake. I think they're re remaking it all over again. Yeah, they should. They should and, restart because it's too far. Well, Friday the Thirteenth, they're they're doing a, a series, a prequel series. I don't want to. I don't. I don't so care. it's like the question becomes like when they remade Friday the Thirteenth in '09. It, it, I, that's the one remake I haven't watched. People like it. I, it I it's saw kinda, it. It wasn't bad. It's hit or miss. I didn't like it just because, again, when I'm going back to the ideal of Friday the 13th, it's the mother. It's the mother. Mm-hmm. And then, But they, they crammed That's the first so three movies into this one yes. movie, which yes. is what I didn't like. I just felt, and, you know, it, I think at the time where we're kind of getting away from those horror movie tropes, like, you know, the rich snobby guy who was like, you know, just the, the, the dick of the movie. It's like, oh, you know, this guy, you know, he's an asshole. Right. You know, we're kind of getting away from that at that point and they're like well let's just cram it all you know like let's just go full clip with this and then you got the the bimbo you know you know they came back with that so heavy-handed and i was like eh, I and they're supposed that. to make jason samoan i heard just to you know because mm. of this lilo situation <laughs> 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 anyway, this is why I stayed away since <laughs> What else you got, Joe? Um, I'm trying to fucking think. Uh, watched. I'm still watching more true crime shit. Coffee House Crimes is fucking great, just because like some of these real life story is wilder than movies, and it's true. Yeah. Like I just watched one yesterday where this girl baby was taken from a house that was burning down. Mm-hmm. Parents was told their 
kid is dead. Six years later, they saw their daughter <clears throat> at a, at someone else's birthday party. Oh and, my god! Yeah, mm. it's fucking wild. Well, you know, like uh, they and, even yeah. like uh, baby swapping in the nursery, they yeah. say is like insanely more common than you think. Like, like completely by accident, but like happens more, like not to say it's an epidemic. No, but, but it, it happens it's not, far it, more frequently than you yeah, think. You don't. It, you, think, a year you think it's is almost a lot never. Still. Yeah, you think it's almost never, but it's not almost never. Correct. It's mostly oh. never. Correct. Uh, don't breathe. Uh, don't breathe too. That's kind of the premise. Of I haven't movie. watched that. I haven't watched. I want to watch both. That's about police brutality. And, uh, <laughs> Yo, uh, <laughs> that's I can't breathe. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, no, can't I, breathe I, and don't breathe are two different things. I, I just listened to a thing on TikTok Bye. of all places, basically a true a true crime thing where a girl was like, uh, "I got uh, a private guest investigator to look me up." They're like, don't ever do that. And then they're going to the, Google yourself, bro. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, going through the story, it turns out like, you know, the private investigator was basically like, look, like before this date, your name, you know, you were, you didn't exist. And they started digging deep and it turns out that her parents, as she thought were her parents, I guess kidnapped her. Like they killed a kid. Yep. Their kid. Mm-hmm. They snatched up this kid. Yep. And then it's it's not a, like, it's like oh, I did a little it's, it's swat, that's what we call, that's what we call it a switcheroo. <laughs> so it's like uh, so I, I imagine mean, your kid is so trash <laughs> that you're like, man, I gotta get this motherfucker out of here. I replace him. I need a different unit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, some people should. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I see some shit kids out there. Dude, bro. there's this kid yeah. uh, uh, um, at events that one of my children regularly attends. I'm gonna leave it that vague. Um, but it's like another kid of like a parent there and this kid is completely fucking out of control and I'm just waiting like, like there's shit that I've been a part, like he's thrown like dirt and shit at, at my kids and oh, no, no. especially my baby. And I'll be like, Hey, don't do that. You know, I'll, I'll but like, apparently it's not, sometimes I haven't been there. Like he's like, he like beat on his mom and shit. Like, like, give me the phone. Give me the phone. He's probably like five, four or five. Oh, it's going to be a menace. He's like, give me your phone, give me your phone. And she'll be like, all right, but you got to sit right here. And then he'll take it and go fuck off somewhere. Um, but I'm going to, if I swear, if if I see that, I'm going to have a hard, it's like almost a good conversation, but like that takes a village shit. But like, I'm going to have a hard time being like, hey, don't put your hands on your fucking mother. Sit down. Yeah. You know, like. It'd be hard not to. Because <clears throat> somebody needs to tell this kid, you know, and like, I don't want to be the one. Somebody. somebody. But yeah. I can't be the watcher either. Yeah. Sarah was in that situation recently with our neighbor, like the the little boy. He's two, and his mom did something, and like he cranked back, mm-hmm. and and Sarah like caught his hand. Mm-hmm. And was like, no, we ain't doing yeah. it. So no, I get you. Man, like, man, my, my, my down, fucking, man. my fucking, worse. my fucking mother beat me with a meat tenderizer, and I still never put hands on her. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like the shit. That, <laughs> yeah, like it, 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 as much as I dislike my mom, it was never a thought like the. Right to raise my hand to her. That's right. just no. not what we did. Not no. I got my ass beat. And, and that's the thing. These kids today, at least the ones that I've seen that are behaving this way, the parents are fucking nice mm-hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. And then, the, then that opens the question of like, where people are like, well, you got to beat your kids for them to do this. And it's like, no, you don't. No. <laughs> you you don't. just have to have some sort of consequence that, that yeah. like, they just can't do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. I mean, it, <clears throat> consequence doesn't have to be, you know, an ass weapon. Yeah. You. It can like, be. It like, can be for for Sophie. Like. 
all I got to do is like just tell her, like, look, yeah, there's there's going to be consequences, and she knows. Yeah, I mean, I'll well, take shit. I'll you take raise them with respect yeah. and understanding from the get go. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's much easier that way than to like when they're fucking five. Then you tr- then you start. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll make them write letters. I'll make them. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I'll I'll make them do chores. Like they'll they'll be busy little bees. Yep. You know what I mean? But they value they value their free time. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I know if I take their free time away and now they've become indentured servants to, to the Skullface household, they would prefer not to do that, right? So it's just, it's still a consequence, right? It's like, dude, I, I, I think I mentioned it somewhere recently, but like my, my shutters upstairs in the kitchen have been like a little uh, dusty recently. It's actually been like embarrassing to me how bad it's got. So like, I was just waiting. <laughs> and the moment they fucked up and it happened, I was like, guess what? My shutters are getting cleaned today. Lucky me. You know, <laughs> must be nice. Fucking mm-hmm. <laughs> what else? Uh, watch Ouija, Ouija, Origins of Evil. Oh yeah, yeah, that's, pretty that's good, one. good. Doesn't have too much to do with the Ouija board. It kind of like facilitate the story to start with, but then they don't really go back to it after that. But I enjoyed it. The movie uh, itself. Mike Flanagan directed yes, that. Yes, exactly. And the, he, I trust Mike misses. Flanagan, like the Flanaverse or whatever. Yeah. Like I think he's going to be. He's taking he's, over. He's going to making Junji Ito something with Junji Ito, I think. And I'm excited for that. He he's taking over something else. Though. Oh no, he he's he proposed uh, the Freddy reboot. Okay, then I, then I'm I'm in because like I loved Black yeah. Mask, the fucking uh, Bly House, House, Bly Manor, Banner, yeah, Hush. I I, I, um, I, did, I did not watch his newer one, Midnight Club. I haven't seen that yet. It's it, it, there's it, two. He has that one and there's one more. It has like peaks and valleys. And the House of Something. Um, I haven't watched it, but but I but I will just because I li- I like his shit. Yeah, he he. As far as I've seen, he's never missed. So, I'm you know. But that motherfucker casts the same people all yeah. the time, even well, in. That's Amnesia. not uncommon though. You know what I mean? No, I, like, well, and that's how I know it's his movie. Whenever I see <laughs> yeah, the I one saw, chick, I was like, I know this guy. He's <laughs> like, from the one yeah. guy. Is like, oh okay. It's like a fucking Scorsese like used mm-hmm. Bobby De Niro and fucking everything, and then at one oh, now point, he's Bobby De Niro. <laughs> oh, sorry, you know. <laughs> Me and, me and Uncle Bob, you know, and then uh, and then at and then at a certain point switched over to DiCaprio, and then yeah. he used DiCaprio for every fucking movie he did. It's like I feel like it's it's, it's but it's not the whole cast though. No, but there are situations yeah, yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah. That's the thing with Flanagan. It's not to say that the actors that he's using aren't like they're great big act, big actors. Yeah. They're named actors. I can't name any of them, but they're you know. <laughs> but the thing names. is, you okay. see them in anything, yeah. you know it's Mike Flanagan production. Yeah, yeah. They won't be out of jobs. At least good for them. True. True. Uh, I, 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 that's all I can remember for now. I'll jump. Oh, Korea number one. I, I like Korea number one. Yeah, oh, when it was together. <laughs> <laughs> they, hey, they have a chance. That, what the fuck is wrong with me, man? <laughs> they have a shot. God. Fucking Germany was like one, and then there were two, but now they're one again. Yes. Yes. Korea. Yes. It can true. happen. How was it? Uh, no, no, I, li- I like. <laughs> Wasn't it was, uh, there's a lot of a lot of uh, controversy. No, it's uh, three people going around Korea, Korea, uh-huh. the country, mm-hmm. the southern one. Yes, the that's, the only, one. that's the only one where you actually can move around. <laughs> the good Korea. Yeah. The it's like dirty jobs, except it's not dirty, but it's hard jobs. They go around to different jobs to experience it and try to do it, and they're funny. They, they got good. 
banter, but <clears throat> all these jobs are traditional Korean, like has to do with culture. They're all like part of culture club or some shit. They all have like awards and shit. Like with Boy George. Boy George. <laughs> Just listen to culture club on the way up. <laughs> and like it, it, they go to the masters of like, of this field. It's like this one guy, this one guy does all temple shingles. If it's a temple shingle, official temple shingle, this guy makes them. Right. And it's like this specific fish that only this guy fucking fishes or this fucking sauce that only this one old lady mm-hmm. with like 20,000 pots in her yard right. or temple or whatever. And then there was this one traditional, actually, the one I just watched is a traditional Korean cloth that like you have to make by hand. They like, they go from like these bamboo sticks uh-huh. all the way to like cloth and they have to like, Use their teeth and shit. Oh my god! Like, because if you do it right traditionally, they have to like peel this bamboo down to like a few strands, right? And it's extremely expensive fabric. Yeah, Asian. I'll tell you, man. Like, they they got my respect, dude. Like, they they will put in the work. They like yeah. it takes three months to make one sheet of this fabric. As soon as you, as soon as you realize that they know the fork exists, and they just say, "Nah, I'm good." <laughs> I mean, I kind of felt that way with, with this cloth. I'm like, we have, like, we don't have to make this cloth no more, man. But, mm-hmm. but I, I, got to, of, I tip my hat to that shit. But I think the government recognized them as, like, torchbearers so, of, like... They can't get over the fucking fork, <laughs> So they don't, so they don't lose the fucking um, traditions or like yeah. no, the yeah, know-how, yeah, yeah. Yeah. right? Because once that shit is gone... It's once, gone forever. You, hey, if you don't use it, you lose it, yeah. is what they say. yeah. And yeah, so I, I I really enjoyed because it's funny, but you got to be good at reading because it's not dubbed, it's subbed, uh, and, and, it's, and fast. it's subbed at the speed and that they're fast. speaking. Right. Oh. And you know, some Asian languages are really fast. Korean apparently is really <clears throat> fucking fast. Huh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So, like, I can't even watch that dinner. I can't like look down at my food and watch. We have to like. Right. Whenever we see a Korean horror movie, we're like, oh, it's, it's sub. It's like we have to. No, like this is a night we are committed. To, and then sometimes Sarah knows I'm dumb so Sarah reads the shit out or his and she's, she's just read. no she's like reading the actual movie to me I'm like okay okay I I'm, I can read it you don't you don't have to do it I'm not <laughs> alright let me just go in is this not 400 yeah he knew I needed a save point so we just yeah. <clears throat> took a little break took a little break yeah so uh, it's hard uh, now nah, I just remember to my watch I watched Noroi which is the only, if you're into Japanese horror watch it if you're not don't bother it's a Japanese found footage hmm um, kind of deal with like haunting, um, but the sadness, oh, the, the Taiwanese oh movie, God, that shit is wild. fucked up. Like, it's it's it, it, it's it's good it, it, where I want to watch it again, but it's so, it's so wild I can't up. watch it again. That's a great. It's kind of like uh, I I call it the Taiwanese Twenty Eight Days Later, mm-hmm. but yep. like no holds bar. Like it's rated R, but I think it should be NC Seventeen. But if you, if you uh, that, wait, some... so it's Taiwanese called the sadness. Yes, writes itself. I bet. <laughs> uh, right, right about now too. I, I think right about now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're getting a raw deal. <laughs> They've done been getting. Yeah, for like, sure. <clears throat> um, I already lived through that in Hong Kong. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I think that's about all I got. So I got a few. Did we talk about Mario on four hundred? Mr. Mario Brothers? Yes. We talk about okay. Mario and you talk about Rio. Okay, good, good. Because I got confused at which one you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that makes sense. Um, so uh, I watched a documentary called Navalny. Um, it's about this uh, this Russian dude that was like the opposition to Putin. 
Mm-hmm. It's okay. on HBO Max. I highly recommend it. Um, but he uh, he actually had the people behind him. Like he was becoming something. <clears throat> and like, um, long story short, it this happened during COVID. So like it kind of, I mean, people heard about it and like, it's like whenever I'm in a room full of people and I talk about it, there's like one person that's like, oh yeah, I, I know. I remember that shit. But like, um, basically he went on a flight and it landed at a layover point, took off again and he got like violently ill. The plane made an emergency landing. They took him off. They put him in a Russian hospital. His wife was like, no, I want him out. I want him out of that hospital. I want him out. The, um, foreign countries started stepping in, uh, namely Germany. If like, <clears throat> there's a lot about Germany that if you if you hear people talk, like they're they're often one of the countries that's one of the first to step up to help. Mm-hmm. I think there's probably a reason for that. Um, trying to make up for some shit, maybe. Probably, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah. But and I, and I think that's some real shit. Like yeah. like they're they're like they like go out of their way to be like, hey, like it's a different. It's a, we're, we're, we're dancing to a different tune. Yeah. Um, you can't even like over here, motherfuckers. Like you know, Nazi, you know, swastikas and shit over here. If you have a swastika over there, yeah, you're going to jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't they don't play around. So they they stepped <laughs> in. The wife got him out. They took him over to somewhere in uh berlin i think and he got um they tested his blood and everything they found traces of shit that suggests that he was poisoned by this poison that's like putin's like blueprint it's like he uses it for everybody so they're sure that they tried to poison him um and i'm not gonna uh, i i guess i'm gonna spoil all this but like it's it's still worth watching even with spoiling because it was a historic thing if yeah you, you should know you should know <laughs> i should have known <laughs> it's past spoiler time all yeah. right this is like years ago and there's tons more ins and outs to it than i'm gonna mention but like so um he starts they start like doing research and figuring out it could have only been like one of eight people and then they start calling them and they act as if they're like from the kremlin like in the in that division and trying to get information as to why the poisoning didn't work and like all of the russian guys are like you know like print color print color and like you know but, 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 like, but this one dude starts singing and he's like not the, the, the weakest link. yeah the weakest link and he's like he's like i don't know we used far more than we should have it was a very lethal dose it was a, they're like where did you put it oh well when he had the layover, they took his baggage, went through his luggage, found the underwear that he was going to change, like his changing bag, filled his fucking underwear with this fucking poison. And then when the dude put it on, it just went through his skin, right? <clears throat> right in his dick. Right in his mm. dick. And um, and then at the end of the conversation, because they can't believe it that he's talking all this shit, you know? And he's like, they're like, anything else that you want to say before we get off here? And he's like, no, I, I have to admit that. It is very strange questioning. I fear I've said too much. <laughs> that dude disappears like within two weeks. Of course. <clears throat> um, it took two weeks. And then the the, the dude, uh, Navani, is like, look, I can't stay in hiding forever. I got to go back to Russia and and face this shit and fight this motherfucker and become the new you know guy of Russia. Goes back to Russia. As soon as he gets to the airport, they lock his ass up. He's been locked up ever since. It's, I mean, it's wild that he would do that. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's when people are willing to like just fucking throw their life away to prove a point. Like, that's what's impressive. It, what's it called again? Navalny. It's like it's, it's named after his name. Like it's like his last name is Navalny. I think at this point we're just waiting for Putin to die, right? <clears throat> everybody dies. It's like Naval NY. Um, 
you know, when he dies, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a problem because it's gonna be a power vacuum. Correct. But like, I think at this point, uh, he how much longer can he live for? He, yeah. What is he like sixty something? He's old as fuck, and you know because they, they there's and, and there's rumors that he's sick. Yeah. You know, and there's like people that have said like a lot of like the even the people in the Kremlin are like trying to kind of delay a lot of the war efforts with Ukraine. <laughs> like they're kind they're kind of kind of like hold the horses yeah. on it to outlive him. Yeah. You know, okay, so, that's good. You know, but. Whether or not any of that's true, or like not, but there, it is like there's some theories about it out there that like people are like they're not in on it, but they can't tell him no. Yeah. So they're just like, look, we can't advance these forces right now. We can't advance these forces right now, whatever, because they're trying to outlive the dude just to call it off. Because it's not like North Korea <clears throat> where he has a successor already, right? Correct. And I don't know, and B is like, I guess there are some people that actually do support him over there. Because I'm just thinking, oh if, yeah, I mean, if, I would, if no one supports him, you think he'd be taken out one way or another like not dead per se but right like, right taking out power one way or another by this point i agree um so i started watching i finished watching that show the the shrinking which was with harrison ford and jason siegel on apple tv about uh you know these shrinks and and the one dude lost his wife or whatever and 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 anyway it was two shrinking movies you yeah i'm gonna get to the other one they're they're both shows to be honest but they, but they're this one was fantastic um highly 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 recommended one of the best shows i've seen in a long time the second one, I can't remember the name of it, but it has um, Paul Rudd and Will Ferrell in it. Oh, oh, yes. <clears throat> and really interesting one. Paul Rudd plays this therapist. This is based on a true story. It's just a miniseries, so it's like six episodes and done. Paul Rudd plays this therapist, and Will Ferrell plays the patient. And basically, um, Will Ferrell goes to this dude for help. The dude manipulates him, alienates him from his family, and ends up getting like $3.2 million out of him over the course of 30 years. And it's like, it's so fucking heartbreaking to watch. Like, And while you're watching it, every time that he's like, he pushes somebody else away and pushes somebody else away, you're just like, no. You know, you like, you want to scream, like wring this dude's neck. But I mean, like 30 years, he basically alienated himself from his, his, his only family. You know, like he was super close to his nieces and nephews lost them for like 30 years came back tried to come back into their life they're grown adults like we needed you and you weren't there like you know you were like a father to us and fucked up yeah it's fucked it's up how, like, funny it's weird to see that happen because like that usually happens when you're getting pussy right like usually like in a relationship or right. something like they can do that to you but like you're I guess you really trust this guy mm -hmm. but also like you, you hear the casting immediately you think it's a comedy but it's not yeah. funny yeah they yeah, play it straight right there's no nothing funny about this Um, I mean there's some funny moments but but they not, play it straight. Yeah, but yeah. not not to be a comedy. Correct, correct. Just how life is funny sometimes. Yeah. Tell about true crime. This is a fucking true crime. Yeah. There's, there's no there's no fucking consequences for, for con men. No, so so this dude does uh this dude does get his day. Okay. Um but I I'll leave it at that. I do like, recommend that people watch it. Um and it's like man, it's just so like I mean it basically, I mean, this dude was free. But he threw his whole life away, like his whole adult life. He threw it away. This dude got in his mind so bad that he, the shrink, bro. <laughs> he hired the shrink to come and have an office at his place of business that he owned to be like an on-site therapist for his employees. And this dude was just banking that money and just, you know, and, and well, nobody. Did he, did he trick anybody else in the office? No, but he started getting involved in like the affairs of the work, saying like, you know, hey, I, sh I think I need a bigger office, and you know, I think I, you know, and all this shit, and like before you know it, like he got his, he's just a weasel, you know. Oh, so, so the guy, the victim, is a, a big wig in the company. Yeah, he he inherited his father's business. Oh, okay. I was gonna say someone who's a big wig usually don't get manipulated that easily. But yeah, 
Uh, let's see. Uh, so then the only other thing to really talk about is The Mandalorian, um, which is now over. So, okay, now I can so, watch it. Yeah, so you can watch it. Um, talking about Lizzo. So, yeah. So there's the Lizzo episode, and, and we had some write-ins for 400 um, some uh, that, that we read already that'll be on next week. We're just people saying, like, like so, somebody just said, oof. That was it. The whole write into somebody took time out of their day to write to Nerd Rage Radio. Hold on one second, too. Mm, you can email us at nerdrageradiomail at gmail.com. And he did and just wrote, How about that Lizzo episode? Oof. And uh, Sam, he's another one. We read them and they're funny, you know, like, like, but that's how fucking dumb some of that shit got. Um, that sucks because I was looking, I enjoyed <clears> season <throat> one and two. I know they're not. The greatest thing you may you may enjoy season three. It's 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 definitely possible. And, yeah, I'm I'm I might especially going in with even lower expectations yeah. now. But it seems like a waste because I do like the Mandalorian character and the exploring like the post uh, Mandalor- <clears throat> Mandalorians. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So uh, the final episode is 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 one of the better ones. Um, for me, it doesn't do enough. Like, and it's because. And I think maybe we talk about this a bit on 400, just Star Wars in general. But, like, um, it's just because, man, like, it doesn't, it tries to have the big moments that, like, the finale to a third season should have. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't have, for me, the emotional buy-in to make those moments mean anything. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, I know I'm supposed to feel something here, but I don't. Because I don't feel like this show has the gravity to make me feel anything from it. Um, you know, there's some parts in it that are, and I'll save some of it for for 401 because you'll have watched it by yes. then, and and Chris will have, have finished it. Um, you know, and, and it's not it's not like every episode sucks. It's not like that. It's, there's some fair episodes. There's some okay episodes. It's just that as a whole, I just find it to be so bloody empty. And there's some parts of it where it's like, like this finale. This is one thing I, I ask you to consider while you watch it. Mm. The digital stuff looks great. Okay. There's fucking uh, tie interceptors are my favorite tie fighter. They hang like bats in this hangar, Ooh. and then they drop down and kind of fly out, and they fly up. There's a little space bat on the whole bit, and there's Mandalorian jetpacks, and there's stormtroopers with jetpacks, and there's this whole oh, sounds amazing looks fantastic all of the digital shit looks fantastic and then they'll cut to the fucking actors and it's like clearly like a 30 by 30 foot set (laughs) you know like it's like okay like i just watched something that felt and looked like the event of what star wars should be yeah to a 1968 star trek episode (laughs) with less lighting (laughs) you know and and, less lighting it's supposed to hide it I i think so too i think so too but um yeah, I mean, I, I would color me not impressed, you know. Uh, and I, I go into a bit of a rant. I went into a rant on the original three ninety nine. I went back into that rant on four hundred, but it just feels like a, it feels like a twin sister. Star Wars feels like a twin sister that's just letting anybody fuck her right now. And I just, I had to sit back and watch my sister just figure life out, you know. Like hopefully, this. yeah, hopefully. Um, and then the only other thing that I have is um, it was talking about like uh, fashion a bit and how you present yourself. And I'd asked the original three ninety nine like why do you dress the way you dress and is it for you? Is it for others? Et cetera. Um, but I dress the way I dress solely for me. Like um, 
my comfort or what makes me feel good about myself or, you know, makes me feel, I don't know, fresh or whatever. Like I, I, the way I dress is for me. Um, well, so my kids were having this conversation and they were like, uh, you know, and they wanted to do something with other kids and I was here and Laura was like, well, just have them come over when tomorrow would be daddy, daddy be here. And they're like, no, it's all right. And I'm like, wait, why? And they're like, well, my, and, and Selena was like, my, my friends are scared of you. And I was like, why? I'm nothing but nice to your fucking friends. And, and Jane was like, mine are too. And I was like, why? And, um, cause I'm like, I'm, I'm here for their parties and stuff. And I, you know, I'm buying pizza and what's, what's to hate, you know? <laughs> um, and Selena said, cause you give broke out of prison vibes. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking kids, man. <laughs> so anyway, I'm gonna try to be a little cognizant of that, but I, it's, it's just something that, like, you're at home, you're comfortable. I know, but yeah. I never, I never think like when I'm walking around just being me. I never think like, man, how are people viewing me, and then interpreting that, and then you know, painting a picture in their minds of what I'm like. You know, it's just something I don't really consider. So I, uh, I'm, I'm like more or less a bit conscious of it just because I dress really irregularly most of the time. Like not many people wear tank top shorts and flip flops, right? Yeah. That combination alone, much less at restaurants <laughs> or whatever. So I, I'm not self-conscious about it, but definitely if I'm at a place where it's more well-dressed in general, I would know yeah. that I'm getting looks or whatever. I don't care. But my and, and I am actually wanting to dress nicer nowadays when I go out, but like right to for right job, right? I'm not going to fucking dress up to come podcast. Right, right, no, right. No right, disrespect. Right. No, it's fine. I don't take it any kind um, of way. I thought about it for 400 actually, but I was like, that's not me in that environment. I'm going to go in my, as my podcast. So, uh-huh. Right. Sometimes it's like right, right tool for the right shoes for the right place. Right. Right. I don't know about you. Like Twitter on different clothes does sometimes put me in a slightly different mindset. Yeah. 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 Like, like going to my job, if I, I'm a, I would like to be allowed to, but if I'm allowed to go to my job in tank top shorts and flip flops, I would. <laughs> right. But I, I think I wouldn't be as much in the. You'd be uh, more casual. Yeah. yeah. I, even though I'm relatively casual, it's just like what people who work from home a lot, a lot of them have told me. I make sure I wear pants. Because right. Because if you're not wearing pants at work, it completely changes the vibe. Yeah, I've heard uh, like stay at home moms say. Like I wake up at five and have a cup of coffee and then go take a shower and brush my teeth and like I'm going to work in order the mindset yeah to get into the mindset. The only only thing about <clears throat> clothes is like you wear it for yourself yes, um, but that's too like do you ever because we're older now mm-hmm. right? some of us are more out of touch than others with current fashion or vibes or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you know, you've seen people like I had a guy in my job who still dresses like he's in the eighties because he was pop. He was a very, I'm sure, very popular man in the eighties. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Now he's in his fucking <clears throat> late fifties, right? But he still dressed like the cool Chum. guy in the eighties, right? And I'm just like, man, I don't want to dress like the cool guy in the nineties, <laughs> right, 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 <laughs> right, right. Even right. if I like it, like I do give it a thought. Like I like it, but. Is it right yeah. to wear? For, and, well, and some I, of those '90s fashions have just started coming back, like baggier so jeans and stuff are just starting to come back. Yeah. So like, I don't want to be that guy, a eh? because I say I don't care about what people think, but like I would think uh-huh. that way about myself. Yeah. And and B is like, do you really? Because you know some people dress really eccentrically, mm-hmm. and you, of course, some people dress eccentrically to be eccentric, but mm-hmm. some people just really like that weird shit that they wear, mm-hmm. and it's okay. I'm like, am I? And are you okay with whatever the fuck you're wearing 
if you're happy with it or are you ever self-conscious? Like sometimes now, because I haven't dressed up in so long, sometimes when I do put on my shirts and my, my jewelry and stuff, I'm like, man, I, like I feel kind of like an ass sometimes. Yeah, so I can feel that way. Um, like, and I, I, I told the story on the last time that we did this episode, but like um, I went to, I wanted this fleece sweatsuit and I, I really wanted a green one. Mm-hmm. But then when I got there, I wanted like a like a dark green. You look like a Grinch in a green. <laughs> like 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 a, like an olive green. Okay, right? okay, okay. But when I got there, and my goal, my, I had a whole outfit plan in my head. I was wearing I was wearing some Tims with these with this green olive green fleece sweatsuit with a black t shirt underneath, and it was gonna be black. Sounds Tims. good. Like that was that was my 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 plan. I got there, and they were sold out. I'm a sophomore in high school, but they had a white set, clean. So I bought that. Still wearing the black Tims, still black shirt underneath. Um, but then I got to school and they were calling me Bob Bob Black Sheep, you know. And <laughs> I should not have been drinking, <laughs> you know, and like you know, and all that kind of shit the whole day, you know. So, so what, all I did was I went home and I, I basically eighty six the pants. I never wore them again unless I was wearing them around the house, like lounging. Yeah. And I just wore the 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 fleece as like a sweatshirt with jeans, and it was no problem again. But that was that was like one instance where I felt really fucking dumb. But there's even now like um. I don't feel like I can pull some shit off anymore at my yeah. big old age, you know? Yeah, because like, I'm, I'm seeing some jewelry that like, I'm like, I don't know if I can wear this kind of necklace or ring at fucking 40. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, mean, I'll, I like it, but. Yeah, I have like uh, like t-shirts or whatever that are like novelty t-shirts or, or, you know, and I'll be like, man, I don't feel right in this shit. You know, like I feel like I'm trying to show up to the high school party yeah. and I don't want to dress that way. I happen to like the shirt or what the shirt means or stands for or represents, but I don't want to look like I'm trying to be young because so, I don't want to be young. So that's the question to me, right? Because like, at some point it's like, I like this, but it doesn't feel appropriate. Does it, does it, mean, does it mean that I'm being influenced by an external source? Because mm. like, you like it, right? You like the shirt. You could wear the shirt because like advise with you, but you're not wearing it because you don't want to look like an ass. Yeah. Even, yeah. Right. Even though it's not yeah. your intention, because like a lot of times we say intention matters. Well, so I think it, I think it comes back once again, it comes back to me. It, it makes me feel uncomfortable, mm. you know, because when I look at myself in the mirror with it, I'm like, man, you don't look like you. You look like someone, right? Like exactly. yourself trying to be a younger self. Yes, you know, and and even though that wasn't my intention when I bought it or whatever, when I put it on and I look at myself, so it's, it's still it's still an honest opinion because you looked at yourself and saw it. Correct. It's, it's not about it's, how somebody else perceives yeah. me; it's about how I perceive myself. And it's not like oh, looking at something and like I am forty, and then I'm like forty year olds don't wear this. Correct. It's like Steve Buscemi in that. So stop, yeah. kids. <laughs> <laughs> but like I even like uh like I wish I don't have a hat head like a a, a cap. Like a cap head, my head looks fucking weird in caps. Does it? Okay, I, but like there's certain, a fisherman hat, but bucket hats I can get away with, and skull caps I can get away with. Ah, uh-huh, uh-huh, skull. Caps. <laughs> yeah, so to speak. <laughs> but like, um, so but like I have a cap that I actually uh, I like a lot, and I I I take that motherfucker and I spend a grip on it, mm. and I take that motherfucker out of my closet probably once a month and try to make it work with something, and I always end up putting it back away because yeah. I just don't feel good about it. You know, I just don't, I'm like, man, you're like a fucking doof, you know, and then I go put it back away. I think I'm just going to try to unapologetically do, because I try to live that way anyway. Just, if I see someone, I'm, I'm going to try it. I'm going to get it. Well, sometimes it is a confidence thing too, you know, like sometimes you can come in and work some shit and, 
you know, like, uh, and nobody skips a beat. Yeah. You know, like, uh, Chris last year at Skullfest wearing that fucking get up he had on. Yes. You know, but he had the confidence to wear it. Whereas like, if I, I don't feel like I could have done it, you oh. know, it, it's something about me. People don't, people don't perceive me to be wacky wild in that way. It would be off putting. It, it goes back to like, are we putting on a character as ourselves? Cause I've been going through that lately. Like, have I put on this, this fucking tank top and shorts as a uniform for so long that like, I perceive myself in a certain way and I think other people I feel like there's an expectation of me now that, so if I'm something else that I feel like I'm faking it even if I'm not and I think there's also something to like uh, you know for instance like if you look at my, my closet it's almost with the exception of my denim it's almost 100% black mm-hmm. um, you know and like the truth is is like I don't look. I don't feel comfortable or feel that I look good in bright colors, mm. right? But I do feel. This sounds. This sounds like it's a weird conversation to have. But I do feel like I look good in certain greens. I look good in certain olives. I look good in certain like like I certain. Just, I don't think it's weird. Certain people certain people clothes, browns and 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 beiges and shit like that. But when I'm going to buy something, I usually don't buy that because black is safe. I know I look good in it. Like, it's like, you know, like, so I don't even take chances on myself, mm. you know. Um, but anyway, we Do can. you ever dress up, Dante? For. Anything. Do you have a uniform for work? Yeah, we have like a fucking polo shirt and mm. some dress pants. But I just recently went to a job interview and. Had to oh, shit, like you're going to job interviews. You're trying to look for a new job? I didn't know that. Yeah, actually, I just had to step away oh. for the, the confirmation call. She was like, hey, we didn't get an email back from you. I was like, I, I filled out everything. Shouldn't that have been confirmation? But, right. um, you know. Good put, luck, whatever it is. Thank you. Thank you. It's. I seem, it seemed like you were very, like, you like shit on your job sometimes. It seems like you're comfortable, isn't it? Like, yeah. Well, that was a problem. I was comfortable. And you want to do more? Yeah. I was like, this oh, is I'm, I'm too comfortable here. And they're like, we want you to move up to this. And I was uh, like, you want me to take on more responsibility mm-hmm. doing the same thing that I'm doing now. Yeah. But it's no different than what I'm doing now. So, okay. Um, but, you know, that, those are the only times I dress up. It's like, if I got to go to the interview, even with this new job, I can't wear sweatpants, but I can wear, you know, BJJ wiki shirts, comic book shirts, nice. you know, music shirts. So I can be comfortable. I mean, I mostly wear sweatpants and t-shirts anywhere. So yeah, like I don't, I don't dress up. It's, but when I do, I do feel like, Oh, you know, there yeah, is I'm a cleaned change up. of character. I'm, yeah, yeah. Yeah. People used to joke. And uh, like, if they saw me like dressed up that like, are you going to court? Yeah, yeah you I know. used to get that. <laughs> you know, that yeah. used to be the joke. Um, let's move into some news. Yep. Uh, so Hasbro Pulse uh, tr- had a Transformers fan stream, and the only reason why I mentioned oh, it... Oh, shit. Sorry. What are you missing? Monster Hunter Title Update 5. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I'll, I'll watch after this. Um, and the only reason why I mentioned it is because they had a nemesis figure to like character to go or transform like Titan class. To oh go, yeah, the purple guy. Yes, to go along with their arc. And there is something about that that I wish I had both. I don't know what I would do with it. Um, I would keep them both in alt mode. You didn't get the first one. You reviewed it. I reviewed it, but mm-hmm. I didn't get it. And uh, the only reason why I say that is to say this is that like, but this one it should be all purple. But there's like these weird like turquoise accents and everything that like are off-putting to me. They're trying to make it interesting. 
Yeah, but it's like you can make it interesting with like something else mm. and not like sacrifice. Just give it a fucking wash. Yeah, yeah. How about that? Um, but uh, there is something cool. I do acknowledge and tip my hat to Hasbro for doing that because that is a way to think outside the box and create these big kind of monster, monstrous sized robots, but also tie it into something. Uh, is it going to be big? Mm-hmm. Titan class would be like. Was the arc that big? Mm-hmm. I, th- I thought it was smaller than that. Mm-mm, it's like Metroplex. Interesting. Yeah. So you could, well, in Audible, you could pose Legends figure with it, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And you know, and like I could hang him from the ceiling and all that jazz, but I just, I'm just not, I'm just not that guy. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Um, Hasbro's bringing back the window packaging for not everything, but for select stuff, and they're going to be looking into alternate means of more. Um, eco-friendly edible plastics, plastics. It's a, nice. and we talked about this last time obviously so it's a bit of a recap for us but like what, what i had said last time was like now like the, the 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 it would suggest to me that the sales were affected yes and because if sales weren't affected why would they change no reason <clears throat> so selling less because we can't see the toys so if they're changing to a less eco-friendly thing because sales are affected and look i want the environment to be safe and i want my kids to inherit a clean earth and all of those things <laughs> but like like i also think that there are bigger fish to fry and more and better ways to go about it that being said, you can just not make plastic toys anymore. Well, now you you've care. shown your hand. Yeah. Now you've shown that you lack the courage of your convictions, yeah. that it's not about this. It's about gimmicks and marketing and branding. And because it didn't fucking work, now you got to go back and backtrack because the bottom line is the top priority. And to pretend it's anything else is just disingenuous. Yeah. And now they look, if they never did it in the first place, it would have been fine. Correct. They did this, now they're looking ass. Like, yeah. I mean, right to for the right job again. Like, you need to put the toys out there in the aisle for kids to see, to ask the parents to buy. Correct. They're going to buy the thing they can see more than the box. And for the collectors to be able to look at it, make sure the paint is right or whatever the fuck is yeah, going on. And the, 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 the eyes not right, sideways. That it's the right figure in there. Um, That's my thing. It's yeah. like, make sure the right thing is in the box. Yeah. And it's like... It, I mean, you've seen the paint app that's like fucking... Half off. Yeah. 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 And, and, it, and it's like, it's so like, I don't know. It's just, it's disheartening because it's if now not only was it irritating i found it irritating to begin with but now i find it irritating and uh, insincere yeah you know so it's like it's like worse somehow to me um even though i always assume big companies doing so of course insincere but just to see it it's like yeah of course um and, and like there is like little things right like so in these new cardboard packaging they have like the figure in there and the figure has like the like the ropes yeah the paper rope the paper ropes instead of the plastic twines. instead of the plastic twines and then it has like a a cardboard box in there full of the accessories so like why not transfer some of that over mm-hmm. you know keep the plastic windshield but then instead of the clamshell have the box with the paper ropes and stuff and so now you are taking steps to more toward a more eco-friendly you know product but it's still fulfilling the customer's needs of being able to see what they buy or excite them about what they're buying and make you successful as a you know yeah. i guess i guess theft would be a problem i guess window the window would prevent it but like i remember like nerve guns or whatever like they still have the cardboard packaging and but like they're just strapped into the box. With yeah, but no, it was no open. But all. it was open. 
it was an open, like it was like you could touch the gun. That's what I'm saying. They yeah, could do yeah, that yeah. with these toys, but I guess people might be. <clears throat> oh yeah, but it's hard. They're, they're, those fucking ropes are hard. Yeah, some of them can be. Yeah. So like, if they have the open box strap, uh, well, I, I'm not trying to give them solutions, but they right. they could have done better than being an ass. Yeah, <laughs> agreed. Um, so uh, we're talking more about business. Uh, this note is titled "Bad Business," and it is about um, HBO. Goodbye, HBO Max. Hello, Max. Discover what's changing, what's staying the same. So Warner Brothers Discovery has announced that its streaming service, HBO Max, mm. will drop the HBO from its name in a rebranding effort. The change has been expected since Discovery Inc. acquired HBO's parent company, Warner Media. Uh, with the new name, Max aims to become a significant player. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Industry jargon. Uh, good news for current subscribers. HBO Max will become Max uh, automatically with no change in pricing. For now, bam, bam, bam. While the change in name and focus is significant, it is good news for current subscribers. Uh, later that year, an upgraded version of Max. Uh, 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 oh wait, there will be no charge, no change in pricing for the moment. With the ad light version priced at nine ninety nine per month, and the ad free version priced at fifteen ninety nine a month. Later this year, an upgraded version, the Max Ultimate ad-free tier, will be available for $20 a month and will offer 4K viewing and Dolby Atmos sound quality. Um, The service will be available to domestic subscribers with plans to roll it out internationally in years to come. Uh, While the following service will add reality shows such as 90 Day Fiance, Dr. Pimple Popper, Fixer Upper. (sighs) To be fair, out of all those, Dr. Pimple Popper is a good show. She made a name of herself from popping pimples on YouTube, but I've seen the show when I was vacation because it was just on. But it's actually about like weird uh, medical cases where that, that she like actually takes care of. So I'm actually okay with that show. It will not offer HBO's Succession, Succession which is like their number one show. It's HBO's current number one show. Huh? Um, I've heard of it. <laughs> or or Peacemaker. But Warner Brothers Discovery hopes to offer upgrades to lure subscribers at higher price max tiers. It's like, dude, I might be out. Yeah. Well, I might I, be I out. Got to vote with the wallet. Still. Yeah. Like, vote with the wallet, bro. B- because, like, I, I don't want, uh, with all due respect, Joe, I don't want to watch Dr. Pimple Popper. Yeah. No, I, I, mean, I want to watch HBO quality shows and I want to pay $10, $15 a month. I'm right. good with that too. But I don't want to watch 90 Day Fiance. Nope. I'm not fucking interested. No. Nope. I, I, like, Some people are, but not us. Correct. Correct. But like, it's just I what I liked about HBO Max was that it was not low brow programming. Mm-hmm. And I am willing at the drop of a dime to get rid of something to prevent myself from watching low brow entertainment. So but what if it's got all the same shit just plus this other bullshit? Then that's fine. But like when I they say just... when, when they say stuff like getting rid of succession, getting rid of Peacemaker, yeah. well now you're getting yeah, rid yeah. of some of the stuff that I'm like I have watched some of Succession and I watched Peacemaker, which I don't think is necessarily Yeah. I mean I think it's fine if they keep what they have already as the audience. No, I do too. Which, I do too. Which you shouldn't because you got your audience from the shit you have. Don't change yeah. it. Add more, that's fine. But it feels I wouldn't want to pay more for shit I don't want. Mm-hmm. Like, so, don't tell me you're adding shitty shows and have to pay more. Mm-hmm. Those other shows, like whatever they were, are they on a pay like platform now or are they on like a free They're platform? I don't know. They're on cable. Because the whole thing to me is like, okay, like I password swap. So I'm yeah. I'm using someone else's HBO. But if, you know, they were like, hey, we're not doing this anymore and I have to go now pay for it myself, 
then the question is they're taking away shows like uh, Secession, which I see it. I haven't watched it, but the fact is it's available for me if I want to watch. I heard it's really good. So mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I should probably check this out at some point. But you now make me pay for that, you know, for the other shit. And it's like, I don't want the other shit. I just well, want these things. The, the, the other thing to that is that like, <laughs> why, all right, so let me give an example, right? Uh, we went and bought a one-year subscription to MLB, Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right for so that we could watch it at home, and it has like some softball shit too. So like when the girls are playing, like we could watch so for Selena, and we're all kind of enjoying it. But like the the Orioles are supposed to be particularly pretty good this year in comparison to other years. That's that's the word that we've heard until so, July. It's okay because okay. that's what happens. They're always supposed to be good. And then okay. July hits and it's like and the Orioles that we know. So at any rate, I was like, look, we could track the Orioles. We could watch it. We could like kind of root for the home team and go see a game and blah 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 blah. So we pay for this, and it's a year subscription. That's the way that you got to get in. It's like a hundred and some fucking dollars, right? But money's no object, Joe, if it's to bring the family together, and you know what I mean? Mm. So we do it, and we wait for the first Orioles game. That's like on a Friday night. We're all going to be there, order some pizza, sit around and watch the game. Can't watch it. Why? Because contracts that are made with local cable television so that you can't watch it, but only through your local cable channels racket so i can watch the pittsburgh pirates i can watch the whatever the 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 oakland athletics i can watch anybody else except for the fucking orioles or the fucking nationals that's fucked up that's really fucked and you weren't told that up front Mm -mm. that's the well unless unless it's in the fine print or some shit we we threw a fit and we got it we got our money back and canceled the subscription but but like but now we're not watching anything because i don't have cable and I don't have this fucking thing to watch it on. You know what I mean? So it's like now none of us are watching it, you know? And it's like, it's just a fucking shame, man. It's like, it's like, it should be more user-friendly, you know? And, and, and not, not, I'm, I'm okay with entertainment being a pie and you cut that pie eight ways. And if you want to watch survival in Alaska, there's a place for you to watch that. Mm-hmm. Or if I want to watch stuff like Game of Thrones and stuff, there's a place for me to watch that. But what they've done to that pie now is they've taken that slice, put it on a different plate, and then cut that slice of pie 13 different ways and put that on 13 different plates. Yes. That's what I'm not okay yes. with. So what I was getting at with asking about those other shows, if they were paid, like if they are on a platform that's not pay and then they put them here and then crank the prices up and take away the other shows. It's like those people that were watching those shows before, do you think they're going to follow that show to a, you know, a pay platform? And then the people who are watching other shows, they're going to leave. It's like they're fucking everything. Well, the, yeah. pro- the problem I think with media people right now is that like, they are not happy staying in their own lane and making their money. They want to make all the money and take all the business from everybody else. And it's dumb. Yeah. It's like, why if you're good at this one thing do this one thing good and, that's and it. like how much is a reasonable amount of money to spend on television a month yeah because like it's I, I i don't know how many people are subscribing to a bunch of shit i'm not going to I, like we cancel cable so we can stream stuff for less money and more content right right i'm not gonna pay more than 40 bucks 50 bucks a month on subscriptions overall. Yeah, so so what subscriptions do you have right now that i pay for yes you pay for uh netflix that's what 15 yeah. Okay. Uh, something like that. Uh, Prime, which comes with Prime. Right. So I don't. So, really yeah. Count no, I wouldn't count that. I don't. Yeah. I don't count that. Uh, Hulu. Hulu. And Crunchyroll. Okay. Those are the three I have, and everything else is share. So I have Disney Plus, 
which I, I have a Disney Plus. Yes, and we, uh, my kids are using your Crunchyroll. Crunchy yeah, I was wondering, I was, who's watching this? It must be fucking. Yeah, yeah I asked them. Um, good, good, so good. I have Disney Plus. I don't know how much that issue is a month, and then I have. Um, I have HBO Max, which mm-hmm. which is probably on on limited time now. Mm-hmm. I have Hulu because it comes with my cell phone. Mm-hmm. I don't pay for that separate. And I have um, something oh, Prime because I, I have yeah, Prime. Yeah, but I don't have it for the TV aspect of it. I yeah. just haven't have it. And then Bonus. I have, and then I, I pay for Showtime, and then I pay for um, uh, Apple TV. But Apple TV is five dollars a month. Yeah. So oh, it's like, all? yeah, hmm. it's, right. it's like, it's, it's funny. Cause my kid was with her friends and was like, Oh no, we were watching on Apple TV and they were like, Oh, rich girl. And I was like, this is the fucking cheapest one. Oh, the fuck is, you got, you got the fucking trash one, you know? Like, <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, so yeah. And like, so whatever that is, it probably equals up to about 60 to 80 bucks a month. Yeah. And that to me is a fair amount of money. But if I, I, I'm telling you, I will cut fucking HBO off at the drop of a dime because like it hasn't been it hasn't been what it once was since Discovery stepped in mm-hmm. when when Warner Brothers was gone. And I have my issues with Warner Brothers, but when Warner Brothers was gone, it hasn't been the same. Yeah, the curation is not the same. Anymore. Yeah. Um, let's move on. All right. So uh, the Marvels trailer. Did we talk about that on 400? I don't think so. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I can't make sense because we record 399 and 400 within three days of each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think it looks good and I don't give a fuck about it. Because <laughs> I feel about most Marvel shit nowadays. It, it's unfortunately. in the same pocket that it seems like everything that they've been doing is like, you know. It looks like TV to me. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Yes. A, lot I, thing, I, a lot of movies look like TV now. Yeah. I think specifically with, with the MCU, because they're doing the shows, it's almost like the production just blends. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, oh, we're just going to keep the same stuff that we're doing here. We're going to transfer it to a movie and it's like, okay, like, yeah, whatever. And, and the feel like just from the trailer, at least like I looked at it, I looked, so I was like, eh, it's cute. I'll see it. I won't go to the theater, but I'll see it. I might go to the theater, like, but I, I'm not excited. Like, yeah. I don't care. Well, and the thing about Captain Marvel, the Marvels, whatever the fuck, like, Captain Marvel is a great character in the mm-hmm. comic. Yeah. And and that's what annoyed me with the first movie is like, it was a rushed project. It was mm-hmm. like, we just got to put this out so we can get to Endgame. Yeah. And the movie didn't get the the care that it probably should have had. You're probably right. So then going into the second one, hoping like, okay, maybe they'll, they'll connect the dots and like make, you know, really make this character a powerful character. And it looks like it's just more, you know, you know, shits and giggles. Yeah, and fan service, like uh, fan service in the sense of like, uh, watch watch a thing do a thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, uh, which doesn't doesn't do much for me. I, I have very low hopes. I'm not sure what Marvel can do to get me back in the way I was, or probably maybe not. It, maybe it's just too damaged. I they, think they might be able to make me care more, but not like I used to. I think for me, it's mutants or oh, yeah. Yeah. or Fantastic Four could make me give a fuck. Um, the Penguin. TV show trailer hit uh, looks great to me. Like it looks like the movie. It looks like the Batman movie. Like mm-hmm. the it, like. I actually, I'm more interested in the Penguin from that universe than I am the Batman from that <laughs> universe. Because um, it's like looking like it's going to be watching like a mobster show. Yeah, it, yeah. You know? Which is what he is. So. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm, I'm all on board and for you that. Like, you like mops though. I do. Yeah. Uh, tonally, it looks good and fucking. Uh, it looks like it walked right out of the same movie universe. Like lighting wise and shit. Like real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, th- so Showtime, because, uh, Your Honor had a second season, mm-hmm. which 
I didn't even know that was happening until that, which is why we picked Showtime back up. I was like, oh shit, well, I mm. love that first season. Let me watch the second season. Um, with that second season, that's one thing that I really took from that was this became like a, a mobster show. Mm-hmm. And then even thinking, you know, okay, I don't know if they're going to do the third season or not. But with the vibe that you're getting from that that second season, it's like you can almost call this whatever the fuck else now. It right. Have it's to almost like it's more, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like more of a, almost a spinoff in some ways. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you're wrong. That um, was all. Uh, Star Wars Visions Volume 2. Uh, more anime, yeah. but but now this time it's not just uh and it's uh animation houses around the globe. Okay, like not uh, just anime, not just anime, just animation, but not excluding anime. Yeah. Um, but just like big powerhouse. I think there's even a claymation one. There's like it's like big. So I like their approach to that. Yeah. I I, I don't. There's one anime one they showed where it's like they have a Sith Lord. Mm-hmm. The Sith Lord's like of the Plo Koon people. Mm-hmm. Looks fucking awesome. Not not it, like. Looks fucking awesome immediately. Not like a regular person? Not like a regular person. Not like an egghead inquisitor. Not like a fucking... Uh, I mean, egghead is that different. It is different, but it's not <laughs> fucking cool. And and and, and not like uh, uh, Reba McIntyre, who was in uh, Boba, whatever that show, the Obi-Wan show. Yep. And not fucking... Even in the Ahsoka shit, there's like an old man and a young lady who just look like it's like Father and Sunday at Forever 21, dressed in Sith clothes. Like, it's not that either. <laughs> it's fucking... It's a fucking cool-looking, badass-looking Sith lord it's that fucking easy you know just don't get in the fucking way i hope it's i'm i mean i i i enjoyed the first one the whole, i enjoyed the whole season but i definitely there are definitely a few that are much stronger and a lot of them other ones are forgettable so yeah i had to tap out of the first one but i did find the very first episode to be interesting oh, yeah. and enjoyable it was like a sketch pencil yeah. kind of anime i, I did I, I liked being seen i like seeing different art styles so this is cool yeah yeah and this one like i said has some anime like, like it looks like they like went around like it's, it's international like around the world just people that want to touch star wars so to speak and and i i did hasn't touched her at this point right <laughs> yeah you're not wrong you're not wrong <laughs> You're not wrong, uh, which brings us uh, to uh, the Ahsoka trailer. Um, I'm, I'm I'm excited for Ahsoka. I love Clone Wars. Is trailer? Uh, I guess I did see that. Yeah, yeah. so Austin's cool. So like, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I cautiously. So I wish I was. Like that's the thing about where I feel with Star Wars right now is like in any other world, I would be beside myself right now about it, and I don't care. I don't care. Like, uh, Thrawn's going to be in it, so yeah. that's cool. They call him heir to the Empire. I'm like, okay, well, now now you want to play the EU game? You could have played it fucking 10 years ago. I mean, they're, they're picking and choosing when when and what they... Yeah, they're like, when... people don't like this. Let's just go to something that we know people like. And it's like, that's almost... in the first place. Once again, yes, I agree, but now it's, once again, it's like, now it feels disingenuous. Yep. It's too little too late, and it's disingenuous. Yeah. Like, you, now it feels like you've... Uh, just fan servicing people but uh she looks great as ahsoka um you know and and chris was here talking about they had uh like somebody cosplaying as ahsoka at celebration mm-hmm. and then they had the voice actor the voice actor and then they had rosario dawson they were all pointing at each other like the spider-man shit when the great. you know it's fucking crazy. awesome um and uh and I, I want it to be great i just don't have any faith in star wars television period end of end of statement and there's nothing about it. I think even if I saw this and it had a cool looking dark side user, I'd be like, okay, all right, fair enough, well, maybe. Um, but all I see is the Forever 21 uh, crowd, you know, wearing black cloaks and playing dress up. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, 
And Orsgood. <laughs> and I like seeing all the rebel. Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, the rebels I mean, characters. That's, that's fucking great. Uh, I, I do liked, like rebels. Yeah. So, like, I, I, I'm not... And, and it looks like even, like, the font of Ahsoka, there's, they're going to play around with that time travel stuff from Rebels. Mm. Not that I want time travel in my Star Wars, but I am. it does have my ears perked up of, like, okay, what can they do to fix this train wreck that is go- What can they do to reboot it, basically? Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, that's, like, the only way at this point. Yeah. Uh, you can't reboot. It's, Star Wars is too deep to reboot. You can't reboot a fucking 40-year-old franchise. No, no. Just right, start right after episode eight. <laughs> <laughs> start there. Um, let's see. Uh, okay, so we have... Uh, then there's three Star Wars... And I think we may have talked about this one 400. I'm not sure. Um, we have three Star Wars trailers. I mean... Um, Announcements? Announcements of movies coming. One is uh, taking place. It's about the first Jedi. And the symbol for it, you weren't here that day. I don't, did you listen to the episode that Chris and I did? I don't think so. Okay. The, the, there was the two things to do to reboot every trilogy. Yes, yes. Okay, okay, okay. So one thing that I said was to, to really lean into that shit from The Last Jedi where they, they had that temple that Luke was in and it had that symbol of the, the first Jedi yeah. that looked a lot like Snoke. Well, that symbol is being used for this era that is being told about the first Jedi. So it's going to be a story about that guy. Cool. It does sound cool. In my opinion, it'll never get made. Second movie is uh, <laughs> the, 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 the Filoni one. The Filoni one is supposed to, phony, Filoni baloney, you know what I mean? It's supposed to bring in all of the elements from Book of Boba, The Mandalorian, uh, Ahsoka, to ultimate a, tie-in. To, yeah, ultimate tie-in to a head, so to speak, at a final film to, to finish that story. It makes sense. That will it, probably happen because I think Filoni is too integral to Star Wars right now and, and whatever Lucasfilm has planned. Filoni and Favreau are a part of it. Yeah. You know, uh, for better or worse. And then um, the third one is about Rey and takes place 15 years. It's just funny to bring her back. It is weird that they're bringing her back. Um, like I, They're trying to make her the new Luke, I guess? Are they treating her like the new I Luke? I don't know. I don't know what the plan is. Yeah. But, but, but like, so here's my thing with that. I think that that one will get made because she was at Celebration, which makes me think that she's probably contractually tied to it. Okay. Um, and I'm only mentioning what will get made and what won't get made because Star Wars Celebrations for the past three years have just announced a bunch of shit that, that they've canceled. Yeah. Um, but I think that that one might probably get made because of her appearance there. And look, I'm kind of for anything that could possibly make me feel better about episode nine. So, I don't know if anything can, man. It's so I don't, fucking I, bad to me. I don't either. I don't and either. And you know, like, I have tolerance for bad shit. Yeah. No, I have I know a high you do. tolerance for bad I shit. I know you do. But once you cross it it's, it, it's so fucking bad at that point, I cannot. I know. I hear you. And I, I understand. It's just that, like, I know that this movie about the first Jedi can't make me feel any differently about Nine. It doesn't have the power. Yeah. But this can. It would take an insane thing right but it's not impossible it's not impossible because for me even if uh somebody comes out and says hey uh you know you know just like some alien i mean obviously something more thought out i'm just reducing it to the absurd but if some alien pops his head around the corner and is like palpatine was lying you're, <laughs> you're not the granddaughter automatically it changes things for me doesn't say do nine the, they can do the classic fucking trope where the movies didn't happen because she was in a fucking coma or she was in a <laughs> 
dark side is using powers to like fucking force his image into her brain and she fucking wakes up. And let me say this. I don't think it's going to do. I would love it. <laughs> I don't think it's going to do anything for nine. Yeah. But because it can, I am interested. Yeah. Um. So I'm being realistic about it. I'm just, uh, you know, rebellions are built on hope. Uh, and then uh, we have questions. Before we have questions, we did all gather for 400. Uh, That's great times. Yeah, the majority of Nerve Rage was here. We were missing Raul, and we were missing Gomez, and otherwise everybody was in attendance. Um, yeah, good times. You know, good times. Food was great. Food was great. All the foods. I actually didn't even eat. No? No, I was sitting out it back. It was pretty good. And then Sarah was like, you know, come in and get something to eat. And I was like, I, I will. You know, we were kind of chilling. Then we sat down, played cards. I'm pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all yeah. will hear all about it in the next episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it was I, good time. I, fucking, I've, I had four burritos, bro, and then like th- four pieces of each cake. It was <laughs> yeah. ridiculous. I got home and I realized I didn't eat, and I started thinking about how I was like, "Damn, man, that was that's and a lot of." I went to fuck. McDonald's and I was so tired, aka drunk, that <laughs> I bit into my my Big Mac and just went right to sleep. <laughs> So, uh, and we did it after the loss of episode 399. And I do want to say one other thing is that when I realized that 399 was fucked up, I almost cried. Damn. Like, and, and, and it wasn't, it wasn't because the episode, in all jokes aside, was that great where the loss of it fucked me up. It was just the wasted time, effort, and energy and the, the logistic complications it was going to cause. It was just like, man, why the fuck now? And no you know? reason. You couldn't figure out why. Right. Uh, all right. And then... And then, but we the same day we recorded on the same shit. We did the top five Transformer yeah, transformations. Right worked fine, hmm. worked fine, and actually fucking performed well. Did, well, it's Transformers stuff. Right? Yeah, actually, yeah. I haven't gone to look back at that one yet. Um, so we have questions now, uh, and we'll start with Paul C. So, and real quick before we even get started, I want to say that if you're if you sent in a question in the past two weeks, there's a good chance it might be on 400 and not on 399. So we haven't forgotten about you. We just split it between the two. And you haven't heard from both, then write it again. again. Right. <laughs> uh, Paul C said, "To be fair, honest, and true to myself, I have no idea when you record anymore. So you may have two emails from me this week. <laughs> so you can't be more shrewd this time." He said, first, I do want to mention the specific subreddit OnlyFans reviews. It may help for research purposes." So it was, we were sad to hear that that's already been thought of. My question now relates to something mentioned last episode. During your friendship discussion, you mentioned how your listeners know so much about you, but as you don't necessarily know anything about them, things can seem a bit awkward when they come up to you. My question, what would you say to someone, make it female, if they came up to you and told you they think of you when they masturbate? Well, so that would be a very awkward introduction to begin with. Um, My my, my answer is so the same as the last recording. I would just tell them, hey, we can just do it. <laughs> I'm like, right now, let's go. I would say, uh, do you like girls? And have you met my wife? They're the first two things I would say. <laughs> I already know Chris is fine with it, so I don't even need to ask permission. Yeah. It's like, am I wearing a silly hat when, when you're thinking of me? Like, what's going on? Like, what, what am I wearing? You got like a little clown nose. Okay. <laughs> like, I, I, um, like entertaining. It is a it is a fantasy of mine to, to fuck a fan, like a, a viewer or like a, a fan, for lack of a better term. Like, it is a fantasy. Made me mine. feel more like a rock star? Yeah. I got, I'll tell you, I got I got close once. I got close once, but it, it didn't pan out. Um, but uh, I thought it was. I thought it was, but didn't. That's a story for a different platform. <laughs> um, 
and then we have uh, oh same platform different paywall <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> then we have one uh, from Seabass he says gentlemen and actually this email I forgot to do on the original oh, okay. 399 so I haven't heard this one Gentlemen, good morning, good evening, or good night, depending on when you're recording. A couple of thought <laughs> experiments for you, and that's thought, not thought, as in Phil thought. <laughs> One, is Chris secretly the biggest freak out of you lot? Like the reason he doesn't say much during your sexual prowess conversations is not because he's conservative, but more because he's in the back uh, back of his mind thinking, you fucking rookies. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Yeah, can't say. I can't say. But um, I don't know. The faces he makes of some of the things I say makes me think that's not true. <laughs> yeah. He um, he would say something slick here if he were here now that would also not give any validity to either side. He's, um, uh, he's mysterious like that. He's just it, mysterious. We, we've actually, we've talked about that. Like, you know, he's, he's one of the less personal, like opening up, you know, types. But uh, so I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'm... The amount of stuff I talk about on here <laughs> is very small and minor compared to the amount of things that I have done or am interested in in my life. Mm. Uh, so it would surprise me if he were a bigger freak than I. Um, two, an evil genie pops out of nowhere and said, I will make the perfect movie for you. And I mean perfect. It will have a full major motion picture release for 30 days. But after 30 days, the movie and all associated media merchandise disappear with it. This also includes anybody else's memory of it except of your own. What movie or franchise is getting the ultimate redemption arc and ultimate sacrifice for you to live with that one sole perfect memory? Episode 9. Episode 9 is my answer. Just just episode nine, just by itself. Episode nine, the perfect episode nine, not what I got, but the perfect one, the one that I would think would be perfect. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, yeah. The, yeah. it's a yeah. genie, so yeah. they would know what you yeah. want. I can't even think of one. X Men, all of it. <laughs> <laughs> the whole just, a fucking nine hour theatrical release. Yeah, I'll take it. Give give me nine hours of X Men. Make it all right. I want everything from. Xavier's X-Men number one. Get me to uh, Second Genesis. Give me the Dark Phoenix. Give me Fall of Mutants. I, I want it all. Just make it make it right. Make it feel good. He said his would be Transformers IDW. Oh, he God, would like God, to see God, the perfect God, movie God. representation of the records just once. I think that'd be cool, but I would want that to be animated. I wouldn't even want that to be like CGI live act. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Just well, give it's it a genie, so it would, it would just be like real robots. Or how I want it. Yeah, that's not how you want it. Right? Yeah, not, so not I want robots. Studio Ox animation oh. of, uh, of IDW stuff. I'd be up for that, but not before episode nine. Episode, episode nine is a life-changing movie for me. You know, and, like, like literally, like, it's not even not even a joke. That like changed. It, it changed my life. You know, like it it, it it ruined something for me that has you know, and that's like one of the things. Like I'll, I'll get a little personal for a minute. Like I think about sometimes in regard to Adam, where like I loved eight, mm. and he hated it, and he it wasn't good enough for him that I loved it. Like he he wanted me to hate it also, mm. and like now I hate it. Now not eight, but I hate nine. And and I now I feel actually a way about all of Star Wars. And there's times in my head where I'm like, "Are you happy now? <laughs> you know, is this what you want? Is this what is, is like? I this is something that I have loved since a child. It's been near and dear to me. It's, it's probably part of you, it's part of, it's part of who I am. It's 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 part. It's probably in some part responsible for the salvation of my psyche during my darkest moments as a child through some of the shit I had to live through." And now it's fucked. Mm -hmm. And it like it, it it's it's like 
I know it sounds petty and it's just a movie and it's just these things. I get it. I get all of that. But it has fucked with me. Like it has changed me at a fundamental level that like I'm, I'm not the same person. I'm not the same person anymore. I don't get joy out of the same things anymore. Like it has made my quality of life less. Yeah. You know, and like I hate that, you know. Uh, sorry, but Joe, I don't feel like you ever answered. Do you? Do you want to take a stab at this or? Mm, no, I don't think that's it. I don't think anything important enough for me to be made or remade. Right. Uh, so Al Mac, Al Mac wins. Uh, <laughs> he said, uh, "Good day, all. I really enjoyed your discussion on friendship a few weeks ago. Uh, it's funny because Joe was like, Joe was like, maybe this wasn't a good conversation to have, and I loved it." Uh, so it was nice to hear you guys also enjoying it. So it made me reach out to get in contact with some friend I hadn't seen in around 10 years. We met up after trying to get times and dates for all to attend drinks, drinks and, uh, 10, we had drinks and had good times. Beautiful questions. If you had the chance to change the MCU by doing only five things, each different, what would they be? Each chance stays in for the next person to pick what be changed, what should be changed next. Ooh, that's tricky. I, I take out time travel. Yeah, so I would take out time travel too. I, I, I and I'll make that would rewrite everything at that point. Like, yeah, even though it's one change, that would have changed everything. Okay, so you took out time travel. We'll do five total. Yep. You took out time travel. What do you got for the MCU yeah. in total? As much as I feel like the ideal of the shows mm-hmm. were kind of a, moving in the right direction to some degree. Only one or two are really worth I it. I don't disagree. So take take, take those shows, shows away. I don't disagree. And that's something I want to tie to Star Wars real quick, too, that I mentioned on the original 399 that I wanted to say here is that um, Kathy Kennedy's probably going to retire in July. There's going to be a ton of people that are going to say, see, she finally got fired. She didn't get fired. Her contract comes up. She made a ton of money for them. They don't view her the same way you do, et cetera, et cetera. But that aside... She did say something, a celebration that I did once again, 100% agree with her on, where she was like, it's time to make Star Wars feel like an event again. And I do feel like the TV shows have subtracted from that event, whether even if the TV shows were great, it's something about it that has changed the dynamic of how Star Wars feels less like an event now. It just seems more casual. And I think that that's had an impact on the MCU as well, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. Um, So I'm good with both of those, and I'll go ahead and I'm going to take out the multiverse. And not because I don't want to see the multiverse explored at some point, but I don't think I think I don't think we're ready for it now. And I think it's being done too hastily. Mm. Doesn't seem as planned. I'm assuming they're going to reclose it at some point. I would imagine because like they just opened it. It's just right. oh, this is what happened. Now we have multiverse. Right. So at some point at the end of this, right. there'll be no more multiverse. Back to one with an all new cast, basically. Uh, right. Ready. Right. Probably new Captain America, new Iron Man, new Thor would be. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's why they're doing it. I, I they'll they'll give you U.S. Agent Thunderstrike. You know, like all the bringing the mutants. Obviously, we got Professor X. I don't know, man, because I don't know if they. I don't know if that U.S. agent that they have. No, no, I'm just saying, like, like how with like the West Coast Avengers, right, right, right. They kind of had like the doppelganger, right, 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 right. Uh, We're gonna have you know Inhumans, X Men, all that uh, mm -hmm. mutants coming from the multiverse, which is good. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I take out Doctor Strange too. That movie is what broke me. I mean, from from the MCU. Like right. after that movie, I it was like nine for. I just don't fucking care anymore. Right, right. Uh, all right, build on that. Um, Captain Marvel. 
the, like give like treat that character the way it needs to be treated mm. because right now the character's a joke nobody I, I wonder if some of it has to do with the actress that's playing it as well because a lot of people don't like Brie Larson yeah because she talks crazy yeah it, <laughs> yeah you know I mean, she says dumbass shit when they put a mic in front of her sometimes she just says dumbass shit and immediately because that was the first thing that going into it that rubbed people the wrong way and then yeah. once you actually see the movie you know, if the movie was you know really good, okay, you you can ignore what the fuck she said. But the movie was just like, okay, it's a movie. Didn't even feel like it was part of MCU. Yeah, and I get that it took place in fucking ninety four, ninety six, wherever the fuck it's supposed to take place. But it still felt like this doesn't feel like it could. Not, even when I go back and rewatch it, and you know, try to put it in context. It does not feel like it belongs with any of that. And uh, there's, we're talking carte blanche, like we have unlimited power. Yeah. Uh, I would unlimited. I would give the Hulk rights back to Marvel from Universal, so that instead of Thor three, we could have got a proper World War Hulk. Mm. We could, you know, like a be nice. you know proper Hulk stories instead of like these kind of like half-assed attempts at it. Yeah. All right, that's and we did six. One to grow on. Uh, two, Mafex Marvel figures mix well with Marvel Legends? Question mark. Um, so we did talk about this, and we actually came up with a consensus last yep. week. Yep, yep. Is that um, you can have a shelf full of Marvel Legends and integrate a few Mafex, and it works uh, because, especially if it's like key characters, like if you have, like I have a uh, a Justice League shelf out there. And then I have two Mafex figures on it, and it's fucking Batman and Superman, and it works like a champ because your eye goes to them anyway, and it kind of raises the other ones up to that standard. Um, where it doesn't work is when you do the opposite, when you have a whole shelf full of Marvel, I mean, a whole shelf full of Mafex, and you got this one kind of bulky, awkwardly jointed Marvel <laughs> legend sitting in the middle of it, then it's like, Ugh, okay, that one stands out a bit, doesn't it? Um, so yeah, that's the that, that was our consensus there. Um Three thoughts on the mo- thoughts on the movies and outcomes from Star Wars Celebration. We covered that. Yeah. Um, when are we getting NRR After Dark again next week? And uh, <laughs> that's, uh, that's my few minutes to add to the show. Peace out, guys. Thanks for good work. Thank you. Um, Billings wrote in and said, "This one is for Bobby. Multiple people have recommended tons of good animated shows to you, and almost every time your response is, I don't have time for cartoons. Yet each week you continue to watch Bad Batch, Clone Wars, or other Star Wars-related animations, but almost always despise said shows or don't enjoy watching. You said you'd do it for the podcast to have something to talk about. I just feel if that were the case, you'd watch good cartoons to have better discourse on the pod. Um, so we, we, we went into this, and Billings, this is actually what brings out my rant about Star Wars being my sister. Um, <laughs> yes. That's where it comes from. But uh, so, yeah, so it, I don't watch the Star Wars cartoons for the pod. Um, I have said that about other stuff on um, on this show before. Like, I watched a lot of the Marvel shows for the pod and stuff like that. But I don't really watch Star Wars stuff for the pod. I watch Star Wars stuff because I love Star Wars. You know, I love fucking Star Wars. And... It's probably the media that has meant the most to me in my fucking life. And it's just like, it just, it hurts to watch it now. Uh, but I have to know what's going on with it because I love it. And I, like, I, I can't pull myself away from it. It's the only way I know how to describe it. I watch it because I love Star Wars and I want it to change. It's like, you know, like, I just wish he'd stop beating on me. Um, <laughs> you, know, you know, it's like, it's kind of how I feel. Like, it, it's, um, <laughs> You know, I, I love that world. I love that universe. And um, I just think that with the, and, and to be fair, the last thing that I have loved from Star Wars has been animated. 
it was the Clone Wars finale. Yeah. Like, I, I love that shit. That's the last time that Star Wars felt like Star Wars to me, you know? And, and, and I had, like, dude, like, Vader walking through and seeing the graveyard that Ahsoka made for those clone troopers Ugh. and then looking up and seeing Ahsoka's bird. I'm getting chills yeah, now. Bro. Like, that's the last time that Star Wars has hit me the way that Star Wars used to always hit me. I love that shit. I love that shit. Um, so, the, I mean, yeah. So, uh, I, like, the truth is I watch, I've tried to watch other cartoons. I've watched some animes. I've, I've watched even some of the, like, I love DC. I love DC. I've tried to watch a lot of the DC animated stuff. I just click off about 20 minutes into it. It's just like, it's it's just, uh, it's... It's just not what your wavelength, man. Yeah, it's just not, it's just not what I'm about. It's not, um, I think from a, the anime stuff is more of a storytelling thing that doesn't jive with me. And with the Western stuff, like the DC stuff, it's just not sophisticated enough for, for my palate. And I don't mean to make that sound like an elitist thing, but like they are trying to still capture children in their market. And I'm not a child, and I'm very rarely ever attracted to child sensibilities. And I know that sounds odd with a room full of toys standing behind me. But but like but it, but it, but, but if you're into this shit, then you understand the nuance and the difference. I think. Yeah. Um. And then uh. And he's actually been he's actually been pressing us this week. He's like, when's when's fucking NR dropping? When's and then like he just commented on it. He was like, he's like, NR still dropping today, right? I'm like, yep, yep, yep. And I, and I apologize. I do feel bad. It was just out of our hands. Um. Vex, that's good. Um, what's good? Straight to the questions. Uh, what is the best stories you read either out of Dreamwave or IDW Phase 1 and 2? I personally like to change up how Mega... Uh, the best stories. He said, I personally like to change up the change up, I'm guessing, of how Megatron and Galvatron are two different individuals. Mm -hmm. um, I, uh, I don't remember much. I did read the Dreamwave stuff. I don't remember much of it. Yeah, me neither. I, I remember it, it being... It wasn't great. No. It wasn't great. The Dreamwave stuff wasn't great. It just looked great. Yes, you know it looked amazing. Yeah, I don't remember the story. Other than I like, I remember when Superion exploded, and that was a big deal. Like, yeah, because it was dead, dead. The um the IDW stuff. I mean, it's like there's so much. I mean, obviously, Last Stand of the Wreckers is one that yes. stands out. But there's also like uh I mean, everything up until fucking Combiner Wars was fucking good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all that shit is great. Like the Phase Two up until Combiner Wars is standalone amazing from beginning to end yep. like it's it, it was the it was the shit man it, it was turning that franchise on its head dude it was having Such good characters a, a huge amount of good characters having the entire universe hate optimus prime yeah is fucking brilliant to me you know and, and and optimus prime being fucking broken about it you know like i did all of this for the universe but now only thing the universe can see me as is a warmonger yeah. Because I participated in this four million year war that fucked up countless planets and civilizations. And even though I was doing it for the most righteous of causes, you can't separate me from it. Yeah. Because your family is now relocated all over space. And you lost your cousin and your uncle died. And all of this happened because of this war that I was trying to be on the right side of. But I'm still involved in it. So I'm still a part of it and therefore guilty in your eyes. And like that shit is great. You know, like uh, Megatron's got a, a lot, you know, got personality. Yeah, yeah, and, and have like a much deeper character. Like Megatron is great. In it. He's amazing. Like Cyclonus is great in it. Tailgate's great, great in it. Uh, Starscream is great in it. Um, 
Jaxis, like it's 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 oh yeah that whole bit man is just absolutely fucking that run of uh andrew griffin and uh, i forget who was writing it. he was the artist but uh and and milne when milne was drawing yes. one and griffin was drawing the other yes that was the fucking run Golden you know and, was- and and fucking uh james roberts was writing i uh more than me ci and i forget who was writing uh i forget who was writing the other one robots in disguise but he did a great job too. It just wasn't as fun as, yeah. as so it didn't get the fanfare. But that shit it was, was great. It was good. Yeah, um, but, I mean, it's nothing that's got ruined by dumb corporate shit that yeah, you can't one hundred percent brick. You 100%, can't go back one hundred percent. Since Cybertronians don't have a sex or reproductive organs, does that make them homosexual slash gay? If two dude bots have a connection, so I guess this is relating to IDW also. Well, um, they in, um, Jackson's introduced. A females, yeah, which oh, she was fucked up about it, yeah, yeah, which is also cool. When she was like, "You don't even realize it," mm-hmm. like when uh, I think she was talking to Bojack, maybe they, they said she, and and then she, was, yeah. you don't even realize you're calling me something different, yeah, yeah, dude, it's, it's so, so good. good. Uh, um, but yeah, I, I, so like I never, you know, and I know, you know, there was a bunch of people that got all. Their, oh, with their, their Chrome Dome and yeah, they got their panties all in a bunch over Chrome Dome yeah, and rewind robots, bro. But like yeah, 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 and this bigger, and their relationship is so good. Yeah, it's good, and it's like it's like it's like it's about love, man, and yes. like like you know, and when that like I don't know, I never looked at it like this is them, but there was during that same era, during the same fucking where they were like, oh, Disney's trying to say it's about episode eight's about animal rats, like no, they're not. You know, it's just like, like uh, fucking this universe, this Transformers specifically is like 2000% male. You know what I mean? So like you, you got what RC and what? Yeah. You, you know, so like if you're gonna, if you're gonna try to introduce love and it's to me, it's never been about sex. It's never been about, it's about love. And, and they explored that between those two characters. And when you found out that Rewind had been fucking making, like, and, and recording and documenting everything. Yeah. Like, it was just like... Oh, my God. It's just so fucking good, it's so man. Fucking, uh, and, I mean, people already have an agenda to, to think that in the first place. Because otherwise, if you're even a neutral person, mm. right, like, these are fucking robots. There's no male or female to it, right? Mm-hmm. And then you read that story. It's, I think it... If nothing else, it should open you up to the idea that that love is love. It doesn't fucking matter. Right. It's between... Two or more people. Like right. If you love each other, you love each other. And that's right. fucking it. That's the end of it. Um. All right. Have you seen the new Transformers Rise of the Beast Hasbro toys? Uh, looks like this could be the fall of the company. They are 100% trash. Uh, I mean, they're toys been trash. They, they don't fall. Yeah, I don't. Like, I, like uh, a lot of the later movie toys were fucking trash compared to the early movie toys. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Uh, my answer to this is, is not necessarily the most exciting one, but it's maybe. like none of that shit really hits my radar um so like i don't know if i've seen that or not maybe you know uh i I, i'll probably get hopefully get the opportunity to review some of it i'm gonna be talking on patreon next week to on shop talk for those that know they know we'll probably cover it there um if it's been revealed as of late but uh yeah i don't i don't know i don't keep tabs on that shit and um i'm not really interested I'm not interested in Hasbro Transformers. Pretty much end of statement. There are exceptions to the rule every bloody once in a while. But I mean, the chugs are pretty good now, but I'm out of it already. Yeah, that's not a statement to say it's bad. It's yeah, good. It's I'm just, just I don't I'm, care about it. Anymore. Yeah, I'm just yeah. not interested. I'm almost done my masterpiece collection, and and then I'm probably just done with Transformers. You know, like uh, 
you know, as far as collecting, you know, not my love for them. And I'd love to see more media and stuff that's, that's done well, but I just don't have a lot of hopes for it. You know, I look at, look at how long it took them to get GI Joe together. And now GI Joe action figures are probably the best domestic made action figures on the market. And it took them fucking 20 years to realize that they have a viable franchise. Like I shouldn't have, to, have good media on it. I shouldn't have to be the one to tell you that your kids got talent. <laughs> You know, yeah. you should be spending enough time with your kids to know. <laughs> this is fucking ridiculous. Um, Dante, thanks for coming out today. And you're going to come out next week, I think, too. And so that's awesome. And then shout out to the rest of the Norwegian team, Phil on the notes and on Twitter and Ricky Ticky Timber on the on the videos who flew up for fucking 400, which is insane to me still. Um, Chris, obviously, who's on assignment and I think that's everybody, right? And then uh, shout out to uh, the rest of the cool table, as far as I'm concerned. If you listen to this, you're part of it. And with that, flappy labius. Wax buttholes. Tight dick player. <laughs>